of spice. We'll do it live. It. Do it live. We'll write it and we'll do it live. What do we have here? What is this? The handsome contest. Look at us. Who would have thought? Not me. Who's with me? Let's go. Come on. Silver and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. Good morning. Party people, how the heck you doing? Happy Wednesday to you and yours. It's 5.32, happy Wednesday to you, Carl freaking Brown. Morning, bud. How the heck you doing, pal? Doing good, man. Real good. I'm reading the story here uh, first thing this morning. I didn't know. Tell me if you knew this was a thing. Okay. A guy in the U.S. received a ticket... And eventually ended up going to jail. I think the jail part was more about him yelling and trying to fight the cops. Yeah. But initially received a ticket for doing over 30 in a 30 zone. Okay. Or over whatever it whenever it works out to be. Yeah. In a school zone. He's in a school there. zone. Okay. Yeah. He went over the speed limit while on a skateboard. What? And so he was doing like, like 33 on a yeah, what, skateboard? Whatever it was on a skateboard. Is he hill bombing through there? Like, well, that's get up that fast. well, that's what it was. And so he said, "Well, I was being dragged behind a car, uh. and so you should be, you know, <laughs> pulling over the car." But they pulled over the guy in the skateboard. He couldn't catch the car. I guess they, I guess that's the way it was. <laughs> and I didn't know. Like I really thought that would have only counted for a car. Yeah, I didn't think you would. You know, if a skateboarder here and. Yeah, in the Niagara region. Can they consider that operation like uh, like unsafe operation of a vehicle? I have no idea. This is what what I was surprised. Well, what about. if I rode a horse over thirty k through a school zone? That's a great question. <laughs> like just Kentucky. Derby there goes it. Carl. <laughs> oh no! Right past the elementary school. Ticket just- that man. Hello, <laughs> I'm imagining you. <laughs> Just on a horse on in a general? Horse. On, on a horse, Just yes. that visual in general? Is funny. Doing it for you? But then you, like, screaming on a horse. I like, would I would actually be screaming. Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> isn't it... Isn't... You can't... You mean to the horse? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't ride a horse drunk, right? Like... Yeah, from a bar the, or something? That, that we've, I think we've uh, we busted that myth some time ago. Yeah, right? yeah, it's still, you can't just let the horse get you home. So could, <laughs> could you then not ride a horse uh, over 30? <laughs> Through a school zone. I don't know if it goes. What's the top speed of a horse? I don't know. It's. I'm sure it's over like, I'm sure it's over 30K though. Can you look it up? Yeah. Sure. It's got to be over 30K, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, a top speed of a horse can get like yeah, it's like north of like north of sixty seventy k. Holy, really? Horse top speed, top speed at which the world's fastest equine sprinter, the quarter uh, horse, has been clocked in at fifty five miles per hour, so eighty eight kilometers an hour. Oh, really? Yeah, they can cook up to that speed. Fastest recorded time for a thoroughbred, so it'd be like the Kentucky Derby esque like thoroughbreds. Yeah, forty four miles per hour. Really? Yeah. I'd be screaming through a school zone. Well, yeah, yeah, I was going to say, like, even... They never catch me. (laughs) Even 30, (laughs) even 30 on a horse would be really intense, I imagine. (laughs) When I said I'd be screaming. Right, yeah. Uh, I imagine that to be very intense. But I wonder... What else can we get pulled over on? Yeah. If 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 the skateboard is now in question yeah obviously the horse is in question for sure yeah. imagine if he was in a construction zone oh, oh the fines my Yikes. god 
Good. Slow it down there, Pony. Come on. <laughs> Think of the flaggers. What are you doing? And the cops keep calling him Tony Hawk until he flips out. <laughs> Tony Hawk. They have one joke. You know how it is. Yeah. Um, I wonder, yeah. They're like, hmm. I don't think it's ever happened that yeah. a horse has gone 30 or over 30 in a school zone. Come on. Might have. You think so? Maybe. You think there's somewhere in this world yeah. that in a school zone, mm-hmm. a horse has gone, a guy on horse has gone too fast yeah. and police have had to stop <laughs> and him? And been reprimanded for it? You think so? I feel like there's a world, yeah. I think this sure. is the one thing that we can, I can confidently say has never happened. That somebody has been pulled over yeah. for going too fast in the school zone on horseback. As somebody who grew up, in a town that it has a very proud sign that proclaims it as the horse capital of Canada. Oh. Per capita in Langley, British Columbia. Really? I will tell you, I've seen some people do some egregious thing on horses. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah. You mean to tell me mm-hmm. that you grew up in the horse capital of Canada <laughs> and this is the first time you're bringing it up? There's a little sign in Langley on 200th Street that says so, yeah. You're just going to bring that up now? Just tossing it out there. Out of nowhere. A lot of horse girls. You've never... Never once did you bring that up until now. It's never been pertinent I, until now. I would. That's just the thing. I you, you, I would have. I would have told you <laughs> if I lived in the horse, ca- horse capital of Canada. Oh, yeah, I'd have told you. Oh, cool. <laughs> per capita, they probably squirrel the numbers a little bit there. I'm up. Squirrel the numbers. Yeah. I'm upset. I'm upset with you. I wanted to be known for not, for not coming forward. I'm upset with you. This is information that oh, you shouldn't have kept from me. I'm a busy man. Okay. All this stuff doesn't just flow to the front of my head. I got a lot of wrestling knowledge that's clogging the <laughs> clogging the pipeline up here, brother. That's fair. Brother. <laughs> All right, let's get going here with our uh, dink of the day in a few minutes. We'll kick off this show, this horse-filled show. <laughs> oh, yeah. With some Metallica. Hit the lights. This will make your horse go over 30. Soper and Brown Show. Good morning, party people. Let's go. You are riding to work on horseback. Mm-hmm. You, you got to do at least 70K. I think they got to at least 70. That's my During guess. That, yeah. Horses everywhere in the uh, Golden Horseshoe are jacked up. Right they play now. the the uh, Kentucky Derby, actually, right, right before they let them out of the paddock. Oh, all those people there definitely seem like yeah. Metallica hit the lights yeah, fans. Absolutely. <laughs> all right, let's get going here with our dink of the day. And we got a tow truck thief. Again. We talk all the time about, you know, being a thief and trying not to stand out in the crowd. Mm-hmm. If you're going to steal something, yeah. you know. Blend in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not something to blend in, but. There's a reason when you see like the, hey, most common car is stolen every year. And it's like the. Four doors. Yeah, sedan. usual. Wouldn't raise a stink if you saw yeah. it pass you by. You don't steal tow trucks. <laughs> no. They're noticeable. Trucks, ambulances. Yeah, there's another one. Right? Yeah. So, do we have a name for this guy? Uh, we're going to San Diego. Don't have a name for him. San Diego. San Diego. Man uh, steals a tow truck and then leads police on a uh, somewhat low-speed chase. A chase, nonetheless. A chase down the highway. Yeah. Uh, they end up throwing the spike strips, catching them, stopping them, everything. They pull them out of the car and arrest them, and they ask, why would you steal the tow truck? Yeah. So, Carl? Show, show us your motive. Why did he steal the tow truck? Is he driving it to Los Angeles to drag the Chargers back to their rightful home? (laughs) It's a good guess. I'm going to say 
I'm going to say he had a buddy uh, whose horse got pulled over. And rather than have the horse <laughs> impounded, he was going to drive there and tow said horse and his friend back to the Atta ranch. Boy. Yeah. Atta boy. That's it. That's the answer. There's no need to That's keep what going, I'm going with this. Yes. Yeah. That is absolutely the answer. Um, he stole the tow truck, mm-hmm. led the chase, got caught, and then said, Look, there's a bomb on the tow truck. And. If I drove above 50, or if anybody drove above 50, this bomb would go off. Oh, it's the reverse speed. So I was taking it (laughs) to ensure that it wasn't going to blow up. Uh I was going to take it somewhere and let it explode. Drive it into the ocean. I was saving people. Right. Well, the police didn't believe a second of what he said. Because there was no bomb anywhere to be found. It's tough. He literally went with a speed excuse. He went with the reverse speed. Yeah. The bus had to stay over 50. Yeah. He had to keep the tow truck below under 50. Also, if there's a bomb and you have to keep it under 50, don't drive it. Yeah. Just leave it parked where it was. It was already safe, man. <laughs> like, you didn't help. Could have waited at the driver's side door and explained yourself. Yeah. There's but, a bomb. Did you put it here? <laughs> That'd be my first suggestion. Also, hell of a excuse. Like, do you think the police are just going to go, oh, well, thank you. Oh, thank you. We will service. not be checking this truck. We'll get the bomb squad. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it's like- you, you run along. Here's a horse. <laughs> Here's a horse. So- Mud, Mudcat Jarrah says, we really dropped the ball here. He said, "How did you, you played Hit the Lights, but not Four Horsemen from Metallica as oh. your opener. Jarrah, I'm going to tell you something right now. We didn't know we were going to talk about horses this early. <laughs> yeah, I know. We already had hit the lights picked up. Yeah, it was a skateboard thing. Yeah. And then it turned to a horse thing. Now we're riding. And then... <laughs> anyway, it's... Tow Truck Man. Yeah, dig of the day. The Silver and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. 905-688-9797. Hello, who's this? Hey, good morning. It's Mark from Mississauga. Hey, Mark. What's going on, brother? You just brought back a great memory. Oh, from here when we go. I was a kid doing crazy things. Okay. We used to, ha- it was called shagging. We would hang onto the back of a TTC bus in the winter and it would pull us along on the snow. Yeah. And one of the one of us poor bastards would end up hitting a sewer grate that was warm from the sewer air. Oh, yeah. Your foot would catch onto it, you'd do a flip, right? Oh, yeah. So we used to have fun with that. But I just thought of Carl going through a school zone like Putin with no shirt on. <laughs> on one of those, you know, one of those motorized horses outside of a Wolco, you put your diamond to ride on it. Yes. Yes, of course. <laughs> you now, guys are messing me up at five 30 in the morning. That's, that's what awesome, we're here Mark. for. What now? What did you call the hanging on to the bus? What did you call that? We call it shagging. Shagging. And I know. I know today's day when you're an adult shagging is something else. Where yeah. We just call it shagging. You grab onto the bumper. It's a really snowy winter uh, night and you just, uh, Six or seven guys hanging onto a bumper until one guy gets his foot caught on a sewer cap. No, it sounds sounds fun. I'm going to put you on hold. Thanks, Mark. Uh, uh, but why shagging? I don't know. I'm not sure what. Uh, and I've heard that, like when you, you know, if you've got uh, a skateboard or like rollerblades or something like that, and yeah. you would hook onto a bumper and yeah. you called it sketching or something like that. When I was, like, I don't yeah. remember what we called it. I, I didn't. Think, I didn't take part in it. So I think we would have just called it hanging on to the bumper. Yeah. I feel like that's what we were Hitching a ride? Hitching a ride, yeah. 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 <laughs> Green Day's playing in the background. Yeah, there you, you know? go. Shagging. I just don't understand where that comes from. Uh, great text in the inbox here. It says, uh, Netflix presents Carl Brown as tow truck horseman. <laughs> a down and out, <laughs> down in his luck truck driver searching for redemption. Redemption from his past. The school's own horse race loss. That's early. <laughs> yeah, so he's a bumper hitch. I'd watch yeah. it. Yeah. Bumper hitching, that makes sense, yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, here's okay. Another person just texted and said, "Carl Brown's from the horse capital of Canada." That's no, right. I wonder he wanted to wear Wranglers to that <laughs> wedding. <laughs> I should, uh, yeah, maybe I should be clear. I, upon further inspection, the horse capital of BC is what the sign says. Oh, horse capital of BC. Wow, well, it's still pretty impressive. Well, it's okay. Well, you know, Alberta's kind of got the horse thing on lockdown, right? Well, so this is what was so surprising to me. Yeah. So I was like, Langley? Beg your pardon. Horse capital of BC. Okay. Yeah, okay. There we go. That, it, may, it does make it a little less impressive. <laughs> this is what was so shocking to me is I was like, how have you never brought up that? It's such a, that would be such a dumb, stupid fact. <laughs> it, it's still pretty stupid. Well, yeah, but like. All of Canada would be even more insane. Yeah, it would be more insane. Right? Yeah. I'm trying to think here. So I was born. Maybe it's in the top 10. I don't know. I was born in Woodstock, mm-hmm. Ontario. I'm trying to think. What's what's Woodstock's claim to fame? Their claim to fame is there's a toy fair there on Sunday that I'm debating going yes, to or not. Yes, They have a lot of toy and collectible show in Woodstock. Let me think. I'm just looking it over here. If, yeah. the, if it would be known... Like, really, I mean, whenever you hear the word Woodstock, you think of the concert. I, I, I now think of the world's largest antique and collectible mall, yes. or Canada's largest, yes. at least, or whatever it was. Yeah, no, I, I, I know that. I knew you would uh, go in That's that That's my direction. spot. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think here. How Ash about- and Brandon went there, too, eh? They spent like three hours there. Did they? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just looking over at the notable people from uh, yeah. from Woodstock. Jake Muzzin. The Toronto, Muzz. Toronto yep. Maple Leaf. Of course. Um... I don't see anybody else. That's, just Jake? Yeah, uh, I mean, there's there's other. Just Jake Muzzin? Jeff Zayer. I mean, yeah, so you're like second on the list, maybe? Yeah, yeah I, 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 might, I might be okay. I might make the list. Top five. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's an opera singer, Mary Bothwell. Ooh. <laughs> She's huge in Woodstock. <laughs> and you ever seen that Mary Bothwell statue? Oh, what's yeah. that? You didn't see it no, when you I, went to the antique show? Yeah, I missed him. I'm the other, <laughs> other end of town, I guess. <laughs> Anyways, be careful on horseback today, all right? Yeah. Nation. Ride safe. The Soper and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. You know, I was just looking over the notable people of Woodstock list. I think he cracked the top ten. I think I, I might get in there. It's, it's not a ton of not a ton of us uh, uh, born, in, born in Woodstock who, who went on to, to do something in media. Although I will tell you this. Yeah. There is... Two high-profile serial killers from that, Woodstock that were born in Woodstock. There you go. Um, they also have a big cow there. I've heard. Yeah, I forgot about that. That it's does a ring cow. a bell. Yeah, there's a giant cow in Woodstock. It's I missed a, that. It's like yeah, it's, it's something to go back for. It's reasonably big. Mm. It's big. All right, it's a big cow. But I yeah, see it. Uh, yeah, serial killer here. I got a picture with the uh, the mud cats. So now I got to go get a picture with the big cow. Also, Frank Sandercock, president of the Canadian Amateur Hockey Association, and a member of the All Name Team. So, radio guy, uh, defenseman for the Leafs. Yeah. Serial killers. Yeah. Giant cow. And a guy who was eventually uh, the premier of BC. Yes. Yeah. Uh, His name was Duff Patello. <laughs> what <laughs> a name. They named a bridge after Duff. him. Uh, what do you want to name this boy? Duff. Duff. All right. All right. Fine. Okay. Uh, usually when something uh, comes up in our text box, like the uh, the shagging, as mentioned by our caller, yeah. he said that when he was a kid, they would hold on to the back of a, of a bus in Toronto on a snowy night, and they would kind of skid along with the bus for as long yeah. as they could until somebody hit a uh, manhole cover or something like that. I'm flying. I am shocked at the variety 
of names yeah, for tons. hanging on to a bumper, which of course we don't endorse. <laughs> but the amount of names here. Yeah, so uh, yeah, Mark said it. shagging. I mean, he said shagging, which somebody chimed in and said that is definitely the scientific word for what that is. Okay. Uh, number of people here said bumper hitching. Bumper hitching. Yeah. Uh, when I, uh, somebody called it skitching, as in, as in, as in skate hitching, which oh. is, I think, what I was thinking of when yeah. I said sketching. Yeah. Skitching is what people would call it. Okay. Uh, like this one. We called it bumper hogging. Bumper hogging. Bumper hogging. That sounds like uh, like sounds a like weird a, German ice cream. I was going to say, it sounds like a German holiday. Yeah. Oh, and we celebrate bumper hogging. <laughs> oh, yes. You come for the bumper hogging? Uh, bumper surfing, bumper shining, another one for bumper hitching, skitching, uh, bumper hooky. Bumper hooky? Yeah. Like just a wide variety of what people, there's, there's no set name. Uh, skitching does seem to be the most, uh, common of the Yeah, bunch. there's another one just came in. Yeah. Bumper hogging is way. Is, bumper hogging. Bumper hogging is <laughs> delightful. Bumper hogging is will be something that we review along with all of our pumpkin spice, uh, <laughs> items next week. Bumper Ooh, it's a very, very salty meat. Well, we the bumper hogging. Oh, gotcha. Okay, look, I'm gonna play hits and ride now. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's up. Text message here says Bumper Hoggin, the album title for band number 44. I got the list in front of me here. Number 44 is Drunk Squirrels. <laughs> that actually could work. Bumper Hoggin. Well, it's, I wonder what we were drunk squirrels. Eating fruit, maybe? Yeah, it could have been. Yeah, something yeah, like that. Fermented there. something. Yeah. I uh, just got a link sent to me from uh, our buddy uh, Matt underscore Hulk on Twitter. Uh, 1994 racing video game developed by EA Sports for the Sega Genesis called Skitchin, in which no. you control an inline skater. You got to win races in a tournament while engaging in unarmed and armed combat with other skaters. There it is. And partaking in Skitchin, the act of clutching on to a moving vehicle's bumper to gain momentum. Well, well Skitchin it is. There it is. You're Skitchin a ride. You're Skitchin a ride. Wow. That I, came out in 90. The game came out in 94, I believe. Hitching a Ride was on Dookie, which also came out in 94, yeah. isn't it? Sounds about right. Yeah. They, the Green Day seems like guys that would definitely get into some skitching. I think they've done some skitching stuff, yeah. Yeah, that would be my guess. <laughs> I They were, so that was, the Green Day was the first concert that I went to. Yeah. Without my parents. Oh, fun. Yeah. Like, I, you know, my parents took me to yeah, shows, yeah, but the sure. first one that I went with, like, no buddies. No adult accompaniment. Yeah. As a teenager, buddies uh-huh. was a Green Day show. Yeah. Oh, my. It's still, and I mean, it's unfair, yeah. obviously, because that memory is going to yeah, make it go to the top. Yeah. But it still so is in my there. top three of best shows of all time. They, like, burned down the set after basically <laughs> like everything like the drums the guitar like they did a threw, big bonfire on stage pile. and then stage do- like dove into the crowd and that was how they ended the show sweet and i'm like oh i'm like 13 that's or the something. coolest thing i've ever seen yeah in my life. like 13 i'm like oh concerts are gonna be so great I mean, no one's ever said anything on fire nobody then. ever did anything <laughs> like that after but that one stuck with I me thought everyone would do this after that one certainly stuck torch with me. the gear man <laughs> hey didn't you weren't you just telling me uh off air there was you had some video game we were just talking about i did sketching. yeah yeah and you said today was like uh so a, a it was big day for video it, games. it was uh, i think it was this week uh in 1985 that yeah. the the original nintendo nes system yeah. uh came out to like wide release in north america okay and i saw last night you know me i love an auction yeah and mm-hmm. uh 
and I saw across uh, Twitter last night a sealed copy of Super Mario 2. Ooh. Remember Super Mario 2, the yeah. weird one? Yes. Like the, It looked completely different from Super every Mario other Mario three game. 3 was elite. Th- 3 was elite. When I bought my NES, it came with 3. Yeah. That was the three that was, was what it great. came with. But remember 2 was super weird and yeah. like didn't look like anything else from anyways. Uh they uh, they found one old school uh-huh. sealed. Uh it was graded a 9.8 with an A+ plus seal Ooh. by uh Wada Games. It sold uh from the Herrick Group uh auction for would you care to wager guess? Twenty-four thousand. It sold for $88,550. You ready for where it was found? Okay. It was found. At a Bumper Hagen festival? It was not. No, uh, the, uh, the Bumper Hagen said no electronics. Okay. Uh, it was found in the back of a closet in, now hear this, Floyd's Knobs, Indiana. Wait. Is that a play? Is that a city? Floyd's Knobs, Indiana. That's not like a door like factory. No, it's or a not. Door like it, <laughs> Floyd's Knobs is a city people live in. Floyd's Knobs, Indiana. Yes. Hold on. Small <laughs> unincorporated community. Uh, it's in the Lafayette Township. Floyd's Knobs. <laughs> Hold on here. It exists, man. Yeah, I'm looking at it right here. Floyd's. Mm-hmm. It's two words. Yep. Floyd's Knobs, Indiana. The area code is 930. There you go. The more you know. <laughs> oh, my God. I grabbed it because, obviously, the price was impressive. The NES stuff was kind of topical. But mostly because Floyd's Knobs, Indiana, deserves some recognition. <laughs> that is incredible. <laughs> Isn't that great? Floyd's Knobs. It is such a small little county yeah. that it doesn't even have a population. This has been sitting in the back of someone's closet there in Indiana. and well, They're they officially the richest person in so, Floyd's Knobs. Some kid who misbehaved in wow. Christmas 1988 or something like that <laughs> didn't, didn't get his Super Mario 2. And they were rummaging through and found this perfectly sealed... Super Mario 2. Floyd's not. 88K plus. That is insanity. Isn't it? They are the richest person in Floyd's Knobs. They must be. Floyd's Knobs. Indiana. How do you how do you come up with that name? I don't know. It's probably in the Wikipedia, but I closed it. The Silver and Brown Show on 97.7 Hits FM. Silver and Brown Show. It's 97.7 Hits FM. Hey, before we move along, I yeah. want to give a couple of quick shout outs. Uh, I want to make sure I get this correct. Mm-hmm. I believe it's uh, mm, mm. Jamaro Bakery. Okay. How would you? G E M A R O. Jamaro. Jamaro. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Uh, Jamaro Bakery. Uh, they were listening yesterday as uh, we were talking about, you know, weird, bizarre pumpkin flavored yeah. things. And we're trying to secure as, as much as we can pumpkin spice weirdness. We're going to eat. Every pumpkin flavored item yeah. and drink every pumpkin flavored item that we can. Yeah. Well, uh, Jamaro Bakery actually packaged up and and made pumpkin hot chocolate. Like physically oh, really? made it wow. just for the next week. No way. And have boxed it and sent it over to us. That's great. So um, shout out to Jamaro Bakery. I want to give them a big thanks. I want to give a, a plug too. Yeah, we talked about this yesterday. We have this idea. It hit me as I was at, I was, I was in Farm Boy on 4th Avenue St. Catharines on on Monday nights, I guess it was. I'm a, look, and, I'm going to go ahead and say it. Yeah. I'm a pumpkin slut. Yeah. 
I love pumpkin. You're a pumpkin spice boy. Oh. You, you look forward to this season when this oh. stuff comes out and about. Hey. I can take it or leave it. But I thought it'd be fun to test the bounds of your pumpkin spice. And there's love. so much, there's so much of stuff. it now. Everything you can think of. And people it, are like, all right, pumpkin this, pumpkin this. I got an email yesterday uh, from Matthew McCormick. His guy emails me once in a while of a pumpkin spice small batch kombucha. Oh, okay. Can we try and secure that? <laughs> I'm going to look, look for that. Okay. I've got a couple of things I want to look for here, but I have an update on some stuff that I have secured. Okay. And what do we for, got? For giving shout outs, I got to give a shout out to uh, to Kaylee and to Mike, uh, a couple of friends of Chelsea and I's, and uh, he's, they've been a source for me. I'll just okay. say that. Okay. I will let you know that I have a pickup order from a grocery store in the U.S. making its way here today. Okay. With a number of pumpkin spice things. Really? More importantly, one of the pillars of this whole thing, the Bud Light Pumpkin Spice Seltzer. They got it? I will tell you this, sir. It is already on the right side of the border. No! I was sent a picture last night. It is sitting on their kitchen counter. Mike and Kaylee scooped it up? I will have it. On Thursday. Incredible. And then I'll have to resist drinking it. Yeah, really? <laughs> and what were they? Because it, it there's, was... There's four flavors in there. Yeah. And this is the weirdest of all of all the weirds in terms of a uh, a mixer pack. So, so again... The pumpkin spice. Uh, this is their, like, their, I don't know, plaid seasonal mixer. There's uh, apple crisp. Bud, and these are Bud Light seltzers. Bud Light seltzers. Maple pear. Okay. Toasted marshmallow. What? And of course, the pumpkin spice Bud Light seltzer. Oh, man. We have that. We have more on the way. I'm going to search for the kombucha. I know Sobeys has a pumpkin spice cheese that I'm going to go look for. Hold up. What? Yes. Pumpkin spice cheese? I'm going to go and have a look for it. How does that even work? We're going to find out, hopefully. Yeah. And uh, and again, uh, still in contact with uh, with my girl there in Petawawa with Allie, who is uh, working towards getting us what we desperately need yeah. to fulfill this break, the Jeffly Hollows hot sauce. Jeffly Hollows. Jeffly Hollows pumpkin-based Jeff. hot sauce. I want to know the you know background around why Jeffly. Yeah, it's it's from there. It's a catering company there in Petawawa called J and E, and it looks like oh. they do like pre like uh, prepackaged uh, like take home meals that yeah. you can go home and execute, yeah. almost like a like a good food or something like that. But mm-hmm. you go grab it there, take it home, and and you know pop it in the oven or whatever. Um, but their website is uh, it, it's called Bored and Saucy, <laughs> and it's nice. their Instagram as well. And that's where I discovered you, this. You thing, know, so. the there's a lot of these are going to taste like absolute garbage. Sure. The pumpkin spice hot sauce. I'm very curious about. They I, like so. I saw yeah. it on the Chili Chili's website, which yeah. is a, a place in Ottawa that specializes in hot sauce. Sold out. Okay. The the actual J and E place right now sold out. They're bottling more this week, so it obviously has some appeal. And yeah. It's probably very good. Well, this is what I, like a, a lot of these are are pretty gimmicky, and obviously this yeah. is gimmicky too. But this is one that I go. I think my it, it might yeah. be okay. Yeah, I could see it, it wouldn't shock me yes. if this actually tasted okay. So we've got stuff coming today. Yeah. We've got the seltzer already secured. I'm very are, interested. We in that. the ball is rolling downhill and gathering steam towards the Soper and Brown Great Pumpkin Review. I forgot to mention too. Ben reached out to me yesterday. Uh, he found pumpkin spice spam. 
I had on a look eBay. Yeah. Do you see what it costs? Two hundred dollars. <laughs> So, I, found, I found two listings. One was for two hundred. One was for three eighty five, oh, and that does not include shipping. Oh, so my I don't think God. we're going to be able to work yeah, that one in. Yeah, the other stuff I think you know we can write off. Yeah. I don't know if Bell's going to write off three hundred and eighty dollars <laughs> spam for? pumpkin spam. <laughs> yeah, we're not uh, reimbursing that one. All right, that'll be sometime next week once we gather everything up. It's ACDC now hits FM. Soper and Brown Show. Hey, I want to give a shout out as well to my buddy Jeff. I was uh, Jeff. over at <laughs> I was over at his place yesterday, and he um, Jeff. gave me a, a pumpkin spice porter. Oh, great! Yeah, who uh, from? Do you do you know? Uh, do you remember? No, I, oh, I don't remember. We'll give him a plug next week. Yeah, yeah, whoever it is. But he, he gave me the can. Said, "Oh, throw it into your old pumpkin thing next week." Somebody's so. asking if we tried the pumpkin ale from Merchant. From Merchant Ale House. You Dude. and I actually had one when we were out for lunch on Friday yeah. a couple of weeks ago, and I've actually got two bottles uh, sitting in my fridge dynamite. right now. dynamite. Yeah. Merchant yeah. Ale House pumpkin. Really good. If, you, if you're into that kind of thing, yeah. that was a great beer. Really good. It, did you just say you got a line on pumpkin spice moonshine? Someone gave me a note here and said Copperhead Distillery in Sundridge has okay. pumpkin spice moonshine. We got to get some of that. Oof. We're gonna be hammered. I was gonna say, yeah, there's a beer, we got the seltzers, we got the moon. Yeah, come on. It's probably a pumpkin spice vodka. Now, I was saying I want to do this on the Friday show next week, and you're yeah. like, no, I think we do it on the Thursday. So we'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna bargain for the Friday. Let's get loose, baby. <laughs> we got another thing we're working on. Yeah, we gotta we, see we gotta see where that goes we're, first. We're but. efforting some things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, all right, uh, let's take a Somewhere break. Next week on the uh, on the other side of it, we're gonna get to open mic. If you do want to get some questions in for Carlos, something for myself, some for Hits Nation. Start texting them in now, 977-977, and we will get to open mic in about seven minutes. Dirty Honey. 977 Hits FM. Soper and Brown Show. Let's fire this. Tell me now. Who is this? A huge ass. Is this two people on the line? No, I don't do no party line. <laughs> All right, 977-977. Text the show. You can call us 2-905-688-9797. Speaking of pumpkin spice items. Yeah. Text here says, what pumpkin spice item do you predict will be the best and what will be the biggest letdown? Ooh, interesting. We're, we're going to have close to like 20 items. Yeah, I know. I've got like, tons. I think I've got nine or 10 things on order, plus the seltzer, plus a couple things I'm going to group around here. My goal was to have 10. I think we're going to be closer to like 15. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in terms of the, hmm, in terms of a letdown, I wonder what the letdown will be. In terms of what I think will be best. I actually think the uh, the pop tarts that I ordered, oh, the pumpkin spice pop tarts, will be outstanding. It'll be like a pumpkin spice donut. Yeah. I got some of those like little Debbie cakes, yeah. like pumpkin spice rolls. Oh, coming those, out those those, will, those will be great. Of course, the kind of desserty sort of things will be good. They'll be a slam dunk. It's how it mixes with the savory stuff. Like I'm there, again, Sobeys carries a pumpkin spice cheese, and there's actually a review of it in the yeah. text box here. Uh, somebody said I brought a charcuterie platter to my in-laws on Thanksgiving. Uh, it featured pumpkin spice cheese, and that was disgusting. So <laughs> I think that might uh, that might be and you, one of the letdowns. You believe you've secured some cheese, or you're going to look I'm gonna for it? I'm going to go some. and look for it today. I, I've heard that Sobeys carries it, so I'm going to do a little Sobeys stop in today. We bought uh, a, like, it was a maple-infused cheddar yeah. a little bit ago. Mm-hmm. That was dynamite, honestly. Some of the other stuff like here. Pumpkin um, spice one. Kit Kat. Crisp wafers, pumpkin pie, those yeah, will be okay. Be I'm curious about the cream cheese. Yeah, I imagine again <laughs> that to be good. Uh, 
<laughs> got a Chobani flip uh, pumpkin spice yogurt. Uh, yeah, I have something. pumpkin spice yogurt all the time. I've got baby. some. I've got some dueling. Uh, some dueling protein bars. Oh yeah, pumpkin spice. I got dueling both, bo- both Cliff and Lara Bar. Uh, <laughs> I do have some pumpkin spice baby food for us to try. Oh. <laughs> what, you, what, what, what? Do babies need pumpkin spice? We're going to find out. Oh, my God. Oh, there's that giant fly right there. There he is. Hold on. Can you get him? Yeah, hold on. Okay, get him live. You got to hurry up. He's going to fly away. Oh, I know. He flew away. We have there, this. There's a fly in studio. He is massive. That is. Oh, my God. He could carry you away. And he has been. He's. You know the flies that are aggressive? They fly into your face and just bounce off your forehead. It's, that's what this is. He knows his time. He knows his time is it's limited. It's just one. Uh, okay, if you Maybe could swap bodies, this show's over. if you could swap bodies with anyone for a day, and they wouldn't know who is it and why. Uh, ooh, it's um, somebody who's to skin- me. Yeah, go. It's Jeff Bezos. <laughs> a into the body for a day. I want to know what, exactly what the treatment routine is. Yeah, what it is like. What keeps you you? And and what's it like to poop in the Bezos uh, ensuite? Yeah, you know all this kind of stuff. And then sure. I'd give away a bunch of his money. <laughs> You're in there. I'd for a actually day. feed the hungry. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Um, maybe who we discussed yesterday, Paul Rudd. Oh, just skincare routine. Just to experience true joy. <laughs> I may be fat, bald, and depressed, but my skin flawless. Every, he's, every- sit, he's sitting on the lamp, teasing you. Oh yeah, look at that. Can I smoke that lamp? No, there's no way. <laughs> Did I get him? We're gonna kill this thing live <laughs> on air. Every time I get a pumpkin spice latte from Starbucks, I end up having awful gas, and it smells like pumpkin spice. Pumpkin spiced gas. Those pumpkin spice lattes. We are going to experience some of that, I think. Are they are? I don't mind them. So sweet, but holy, you are. My wife and I usually just split one. Yeah, because it is a sugar high of all sugar. Yeah, I can't really do it. And it's like seven dollars for it too. Like they just keep upping the price. It's crazy. You should get two delivered every hour during the show. Do we have two hundred dollars? I mean, holy. Expensing this. What is the hardest slash worst trade to work? The worst trade? Yeah, I've only I've worked two trades in my life. Yeah, so I can't speak to this. I, I did drywall, which sucked, and I did T bar, which also. Sucked. Yeah, I so. can't. Uh, I don't know, man. That's that's for you guys. Yeah. Soft hands. I wouldn't even wager a guess. It would be insulting for me to wager a guess. That's totally fair. Uh, last one here. What was your best? Well, that would have been great to know. Moment. <laughs> Guy says here. I learned stop, drop, and roll by catching on fire. Oh, you had to experience it first. I guess so. Um, what would be my? It's probably something financial. Yeah. You know, just like when you're younger and like in your twenties and stuff, and yeah. You just find yourself like owing money to places you shouldn't owe money to by the time you're later. And it's like, what have I done here? <laughs> Taxes? What have I done? What is this? Yeah, I remember I remember early on I was I was doing my restaurant job. So I had my like restaurant manager salary. And then I was also working part time at the radio station, which was not much money. Yeah. It was literally ten dollars an hour. Yeah. But I was working, you know, like fifteen hours a week there plus my plus my salary. And I had no dependents because I was like in my 20s and yeah. I was like doing these jobs and working away. And I went and like filed my taxes. And they're like, you owe us. And I was like, what? <laughs> I owe I'm you. Like, I'm so poor. How can I owe you that? What do you mean? What do you mean I owe you? <laughs> oh, you? You know where I live? It smells like cat piss. What are you talking about?
I was like, yeah, no, yeah, you owe us this money. I was like, you got to be kidding me. Come on. That was For your what? That was your cold smack of reality. Yeah, that was yeah. that was a good shot right there. So I kind of wish I would have known a little more about that. The first one that popped into my head is I, a job I worked when I was younger. I was talking to one of the girls there and was just reaming out the boss of the place, mm-hmm. just destroying the guy. Everything yeah. I hate about the place. Yeah. Like, oh, well, we do this. You know, we talk about this person behind the back. You got yeah. Got your shovel in hand, just digging. It was the boss's daughter. Yeah. See you later. Would have been great to know, Carl. Yeah, it would have been good. Would have been great yeah. to know. Nine seven seven nine seven seven. You can text the show. We had Shelby coming up. Trouble Charger. Kids FM headlines with Shelby Knox. All right, Shelby, good morning. Happy Wednesday. Now, let's get through the serious thing first because we have some great secondary stories that I want to dive into. So why don't you start with the vaccine stuff and get it out of the way? Yeah, so this has to do with Parliament and the House of Commons. There has been a ruling that only fully vaccinated people are going to be allowed in the House of Commons. And that includes pretty much everyone. That's MPs, that's their staff, that's administration, journalists, anybody who's just visiting for parliamentary business, contractors, consultants. So this is this is wide sweeping. Anyone who's got to be in the House of Commons, you got to be vaxxed. So if you if your workplace is saying sort of the same thing, uh, know that you're not alone. The government is doing the exact same thing right now. Now, there's a homemade license plate story you wanted to toss our way. Yes, and you can find the picture up on our social media. Uh, apparently, someone in Caledonia thought, hmm, you know what will we'll get me through? Cardboard and a Sharpie. They <laughs> made a homemade license plate out of cardboard, and it looks to be Oh, my God. On. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's, you've got to check it out. You- <laughs> it's not even, like, a little bit good. No. I'm looking it up right now. It's not, it, it, like, I... I I imagine that maybe they had some kind of artistic ability and they did a good job of replicating. It's <laughs> it's the most poor thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it's terrible. It's, it's like it's on the back of like, a Dodge of some variety. Yeah, it's just a uh, piece of cardboard. Looks like maybe it's, you know, one of the flaps and with very poor penmanship written on. Also, but my favorite part is that it's actually got the screws rivets whatever it is yeah. to hold the cardboard on it's not just it's you know true. like duct taped on there nope. they they use the actual <laughs> <laughs> screws there to hold it in place and they screwed up apparently they meant to they were supposed to cjv but they <laughs> they they wrote chv and then did the j just over top of the h just flip the cardboard over yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they messed up on the other side too we don't know no expiring but, uh, or anything jeez no, no crown. Which yeah. uh, one of our listeners says that's wow. that's got to be the dead giveaway for the police. Real amateur, but, uh, yeah. The OPP officer didn't appreciate it, and that car has been pulled off the road. <laughs> Who would have guessed? And that's how you said Caledonia. That's in Caledonia. Wow, that is. <laughs> It's it's somehow even worse than I expected I like, it to be. Like in the tweet, the OPP said it's not a laughing matter and no joke. Yeah, but like, yeah, but <laughs> you want pretty funny, dude. <laughs> wow, yeah. Look at the. Uh, well, I'll let's retweet that. We'll retweet right. that over on the hits account. That is that's truly something to behold. <laughs> all right, before we let you go, the, you, we were all laughing about this off air. Mm-hmm. The Wiggles, one of the biggest, if not the biggest, child entertainment group. Oh, oh, uh, well, uh, get out of here! What okay. about Sharon Lois and Bram? Yeah, yeah. I mean, also big. big. I think the Wiggles might have beat them. 
Sacrilege. <laughs> okay, look. It's definitely up for you guys to debate. Yeah, yeah, Carl. has got nothing here. All right. That that let me, aside. Let me, the person without children, debate you, the person with children, about who's the bigger child's entertainer. Come on. I'm, I'm just saying that my kids never watch the Sharon Lo- and Lois. Well, it's a little before their time, <gasps> yeah. I guess, right? Yeah, the reruns never happened, but they did watch The Wiggles. Uh-huh. Yes. Apparently, so. many people watch the Wiggles. So, so many people that the Wiggles have decided let's do a uh, another. Apparently, this is another reunion tour, but it is going to be adults only. Adults only Wiggles show. <laughs> yeah, is this like a special kind of show? What or? Are the vibes like at that? I don't know, to be quite honest, because in the release, what they say is this night is for grown-ups and is a chance to bring back some of that genuine, high-spirited liveliness again. So at first, I'm like, oh, they're going to tell funny stories that they wouldn't have been able to tell the kids. But it seems like they're leaning really heavy into the nostalgia. So I don't know if they're just going to perform as they would have. Doing their old stuff, playing the hits. (laughs) They say they're going to do some of the old school tunes. So I I guess. Sit down on the edge of the stage with with a vape rig and. Give us some of the back. Give us some of the juicy details of what went on behind the wiggles. That's what I would. I would be very interested to know what that was like. Straight, straight shooting with the wiggles crew. The tech. Typically, a wiggles show is like the kids are up in the front row dancing along, and they've got their hand movements. And the, you're not going to expect adults to do that, are you? I don't know, man. I expect some adults to do that. I guess. Eh? I mean, maybe. And hey, to each their own. I just, I would ra- much rather hear, I would love to hear the deep dive yeah. behind the scenes. Yeah. Oh, that's all. You I want the hear. gritty reboot of the yeah. Wiggles. That's what you're saying. Tell us the dark stuff behind the Wiggles. The dark, you know what? Of, of the many things, I've, I've never thought to myself, hmm, you know what we need? We need a dark reboot of. Mr. Dress Up. <laughs> I would watch that too. Wiggles expose. <laughs> right. I will say the lady in the Wiggles. Mm. Right. Mm. Okay. Mm. Although her name is Emma. Oh, that's and, tough. Uh, tough it's, one. It's a tough one for me. Tough one to get by. <laughs> but oh man. Uh, okay, shall be appreciated. Uh, look, you guys want to go to the Wiggles show or what? Can we get a wiggle? On air? Can we get a wiggle show? Can, can you we, get us a wiggle? Can we talk to These a wiggle? These are the Australian wiggles, so oh. I don't I don't know how to get a hold of the Australian mm. wiggles. That's well. fair. Okay, we'll work on that. Shelby, thanks so much. We'll chat in an hour, all right? Cool. Sit in your ass for cash. Another chance at 100 bucks coming up after the sheepdogs. Sit on your ass for cash. cash. All right, who's sitting in the green room right now, Carl yeah, Brown? right now on the payroll. Uh, this was, I believe, our 1 p.m. winner Ooh. yesterday, Cornell... Chokerek. Chokerek. I believe so. It's C-H-O-C-H-O-R-E-K. Did we ever find out what he does for work? I don't believe so. I didn't scroll back in the text box this morning. But Cornell's got 300 bucks. Cornell. From 1 o'clock yesterday. Cornell boy, are you? Do his friends call him Nard Dog? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So he's got 300 bucks, looking to make 400. Who's going to stand in this? Feels like more of a broccoli rob to me. Nice reference. All right. 7 a.m. qualifier with nine minutes and seven seconds on the clock. Jody Williamson. Jody Williamson. Nurse. Nurse? Vacuum salesman. (laughs) What? Nine minutes and seven seconds, Jody. (laughs) CHTZ is an iHeartRadio station proudly serving Niagara and Hamilton. 
Southern Ontario's best rock. 97.7 Hits FM. We're still looking for Jody Will, uh, jo- Jody Williamson. Williamson, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay, yes. Uh, 977 $700 on the line. Make sure you text us. How much time on the? I've uh, got 510. Right. The dads have jumped into the text box to agree that Emma from the Wiggles. Now, somebody texts here and said this is for Soper. Uh, Emma of the Wiggles is pretty hot, but you must check out Simon from the Wiggles' wife. Okay, hold on. Simon. Simon. Wiggles. Uh, you type in Simon, yeah. and literally Simon Wiggles' wife is the first is it thing. Is there Yeah. That makes it easy? Yeah. Uh, Verdict? Uh, oh, yeah. I mean. Search by images? Yeah. She's, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, mm-hmm. the, this is the the best picture I can show you. It's just. Uh, okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that guy's a wiggle? That guy's a wiggle, yeah. He's like 48 years old. Well, yeah, they were. I guess so. You know, they. These things exist outside of my <laughs> parameters. Did you? You had no idea what the Wiggles even no con- was. No concept. Right? Like, really? I know. I know it was like a children's show that exists somewhere. Mm-hmm. But like, if it was a troupe, if it was animated, if it was whatever, you would have. You would have no clue. Like one of those horses with the blinders on when there's too many <laughs> flies around. I just don't see. I just <laughs> don't see it. Flies. I just don't see it, baby. Not even. No. No. Yeah, I guess so. Eh. Whole trends will come and go in the world of children's entertainment. That just. Whoosh, I should try to line up sometime, like, random kids, like, uh, show trivia. Sure. And, like, you know what we could do? I don't know, Mel. Would you know names of shows? Maybe. Because if I did, is it a kid's show? And gave you the name, <laughs> and you had to try to guess? <laughs> be, yeah, real, real, or, real or fake. Yeah. Like, kids show it. That'd be good. Yeah, hold on here. I actually have a, we're, we're going to get to the, well, I guess we'll talk about the machine after Billy yeah. Talent, right? So I'll hold on to that. I have a tidbit that I want to get to, but I'm going to sit tight. A tidbit? Like, mm-hmm. On what? About kids shows? No, about the machine. Oh. A, oh, okay. An upcoming thing. Okay. All right. Hey, let's, uh, look, we're going to play that game at some point. I'm going to put $2.1 million on the line, or I'll <laughs> of take course. the dog. Yeah, my dog yeah, on yeah, the line yeah, as well. Yeah. 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 <laughs> real, real or imagined <laughs> kids shows. Yeah. Carl Brown trivia. Uh, Jody Williamson. You've got... 307. Let's go. Oh, Carl Brown. This was down to the wire. With about 20 seconds left on the clock, we get a text, and the number matches. Jody Williamson is on the payroll. Yeah, 20 seconds on the clock. We had just kind of written it off. We're like, all right, Jody lost. Yeah, we're moving so on. We're, we're on looking at the clock one. over here, trying yeah. to figure out what the machine stuff. And I see a text. Did I make it in time? And I'm like, oh, pause it. And there it is. Certainly, Jody Williamson. Now, richer. we were trying to guess the profession. I can and- see in the text history from yeah. Jody here. Has previously signed a text message as Dump Truck Jody. Dump Truck Jody. <laughs> so driving dump truck I is assume, Jody. I assume we can we can probably safely make that connection. All right. Well, shout out to you, Jody. 100 bucks coming your way. Uh, you're officially on that payroll. And, I mean, the last few winners have been just you yeah. know, jacking up the cash. We, we, have, had, we haven't had too many, like, one and dones mm-hmm. recently. We've had people get a couple of bucks here. We had the uh, 700 one that was Sean Crutz. Yeah. And then we had a few bounce around. And then uh, it was, uh, was a Cornell there. Yeah. Uh, I was the 1 o'clock winner yesterday. Ended up with 300 so we'll see what Jody can do. All right. Uh, we're going to take a break. We are going to get to the machine. You said you had something about the machine? I got a great email yesterday, um, and I, I, can't, I don't want to promote this because I think it's kind of like a private event, but uh, uh, from uh, one of our listeners who said that uh, he's taking part in an adult scavenger hunt on Saturday. Yeah. And one of the things that they have to do is leave a message 
on the machine. As a part of the scavenger hunt? So I can't wait to come in on Monday and hear what some of the scavengers have, have left for us. So That's incredible. That's one of the things there. So it's just a just a neat thing, just a neat Hits Nation thing. It's yeah. something to look forward to for next week. Look, who, now, that's not today's machine. No, 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 no. <laughs> if you are going taking part in that adult scavenger hunt, yeah. you better not just drop a, hey, just leaving this here because I have to. No, no, Give no, us no. something. Something. Okay? Something. Give us something, or I will call the organizers and make them kick you out of the event. We can add bonus points for the best message left. <laughs> That's incredible. That's cool, son. Yeah. That's on Saturday it's night. Taking part on Saturday. Or during yeah. the day. So we'll come into okay. some messages on Monday morning, like hopefully. All right. Yeah. Today's machine uh, it features yeah, a lot of messages this morning. Th- there was a ton. Yeah. Like 20 plus. Really? There was just all over the place. No, no rhyme re- or reason no, to them. No Nothing. theme to anything. Nothing. Love it. We're going to do it in 10 minutes. Nine oh five six eight two nine seven nine seven. You give that machine a call anytime. Now, why don't we start with some anger? Yeah, bring it on. Somebody very upset and about the Wiggles. Well, it could be with you, Carl. All right. Wade from Buffalo. First of all, Pink Floyd sucks. Okay. Oh. I'm sick of hearing Pink Floyd every morning. All right. Second, nothing but trouble. Was not only a good movie; oh, it was a on. great movie. <laughs> I'm pissed about that. <laughs> the Wade from Buffalo. Yeah, Wade, you and I do not swim in the same pool, brother. Yeah, holy, a good movie. He said a great movie. <laughs> I will. I will tell you this. Yeah. If I was to run a campaign of torture against someone, yeah, I would strap them into a chair and play that movie on repeat. Now, let me ask you this. Yeah. Okay. You have different tastes than other people. Sure. Your tastes can be obscure from time to time. Buddy, this, not even in the so bad it's good territory, I'm telling you. Like, you feel confident to say that most people would agree with you, and this isn't just a your opinion. Confident to say, and had confirmed from a number of people who sent messages to me after the show, and I think it was Monday that we talked about it, right? It was yesterday. Was it yesterday we talked about it? Yeah. That quick. (laughs) A number of people messaged me to say that it, they agreed it's one of the worst things ever committed to film. And, well, Dan Aykroyd himself didn't even like it. No. He was embarrassed by he it. He was embarrassed, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's bad. All right. It's bad. That's what opinions are for. Mine's right, and it's bad. We get a clip now. Clip it, Ashley, twelve twenty nine, twelve thirty on Tuesday. Went back, I found this. You're just freaking torqued. Thanks, Mom and Dad. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Ashley. That's great. Hey, all right. Uh, we got, uh, what do we got? Oh, somebody wanted to drop down a question. Uh, why haven't you auto-tuned the Shatner in space audio yet? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, we tried it, so, and it, yeah. it kind of just sucked. It wasn't that good. Well, so here is. Oh, Jesus. I was yeah. talking about this. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. Wow. Will Shatner on on board Blue Origin seeing Earth from the perspective of space. And yet we did. We did actually auto-tune it off air to see what it was like. And it just... This wasn't very good. It wasn't. There's not enough, like... The auto-tune works better when there's a constant, like, tune running through something. Yeah. It didn't do much for it. No. The the audio is already great. Yeah. It didn't enhance it. It Look. It didn't make it better. We actually like recorded it and then didn't even save it because yeah. we thought it was we not We just tossed great. it. It if, wasn't that good. If you want it, I'll I'll do it. I guess, but, but it's, it, yeah, take our word for it. It, it wasn't. This was okay. And look, this is coming from guys who love to overdo things. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> this wasn't that great. Yeah. Uh, another clip. 
Hi, clip it on Joey. Even Adam said 5.17, 5.18, I think the time was. All right, I did find a real good one. All right, here. let's hear it. I messed up the first one, so I had to go extra long with the second one. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, Joey. Hell yeah. Okay, let's let's do this. Hey, Sober, hey, Brown, Super James, calling you back again. Um, listen to the podcast about kangaroo sex. Yeah, whatever that was. That was but weird. this is something for Carl Brown, the hey. science guy. Check out lion sex. See how many times a lion, the male, has sex with not one, but all the females in order to spread the gene pool. Mm. I've done the math. I'd like you to check it out yourself. He has done the math, he says. Yeah. I did a I did a, a cursory search this morning okay. and had a little look around for some information on this. You did. Carl Brown, the science guy. Carl Brown, the science guy. Go, 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 go. Carl Brown, the science guy. Here's what I found. Male lions in the wild will typically breed no more than once every two years. Oh. Females are receptive to mating for a three or four day window within a widely variable reproductive cycle. Oh. However, when the timing is right, a pair will generally mate every 20 to 30 minutes with up to 50 copulations per 24 hours. What? Now again, what he's ta- Super James is talking about because the variable window the lion will move from female to female, the prepared and willing female to female within the pride. But once he finds the window is open, yes, twenty to thirty minutes with up to fifty copulations per twenty-four hours. And this is once every two years. Yeah. So basically, he's like storing up. I gotta do it now. And uh, <laughs> after a brief review of some video footage, let me say, yeah, it looks like he waited two years. It's over pretty quick. <laughs> Over pretty, pretty quick. Aggressively penis. <laughs> Poor guy. Does it get better for like number 48? I didn't. They weren't numbered for Oh, me, that's BS. <laughs> <laughs> pretty quick, though. Oh, poor guy. A little bit of a two-pump chump, if you ask me. <laughs> All right. This yeah. maybe wasn't the best timed out thing. We're yeah. going to. Short stroke king of the jungle. We, we got a call about kids at a park. No. Oh, no. Hey, good morning, guys. So I'm at the park last night with my kid after uh, after school, and I heard a little five-year-old run up to a couple of girls and say, can I get a, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, dear Lord, what is this world coming to? That five-year-old knows comedy, baby. <laughs> Another hits listener. <laughs> that five-year-old, big fan of soap. Obviously. Guys, guaranteed. <laughs> All right, guy wanted to call about a boat. Hey, boys. What's up? Took out the boat at the nice. cottage yesterday. Hell yeah. And I was driving it up to the boat launch. Last run. My gosh. I got to give Soper and Brown one last uh, honk before I pull it out. Last honk. Ah, clip it. And for the life of me, I couldn't remember the damn number. Uh-huh. So I'm going to improvise and go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Qualifies a mouth honk. <laughs> a mouth honk, you say. That was a man 
who just put his boat in the water for the last time of the season. Yeah. You could hear it in his voice. <laughs> yeah, you could. You could hear that quiet resignation. Yeah. And he took the boat to the launch and forgot the number. <laughs> honk, honk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 905-682-9797. You give that machine a call anytime. Southern Ontario's Best Rock and the Sober and Brown Show on 97.7 Hits FM. And nothing, Horses. Oh, hey. Don't go over 30. Uh, man, we're getting people fighting about nothing. nothing I'm, not talk, I'm not talking. I'm not engaging. It's a bad film. That's the, yeah. end, of, that's the end of the discussion. Okay. Not up for discussion uh getting a bunch of texts too about the uh, the issue the traffic issue fort erie bound at mcleod road there i know eleni's got it in her traffic but once again if you're fort erie bound kiwi w past mcleod there's a stalled vehicle blocking all lanes uh and they're uh, using stanley i believe as an alternate route so just keep an eye for that we're getting a few texts about it and uh eleni will have more in her in her traffic update of course so we're gonna do this big pumpkin review next week we we're trying to secure as many ridiculous pumpkin flavored yeah. items because it's out of control now at this point right oh of course they yeah. are pumpkin spicing everything and this is coming from the pumpkin spice king from the guy who likes it yeah i, I love it but the, the motivation for the uh soper and brown great pumpkin review it's pretty out of control yeah. and and i just got a message i don't know if we're gonna do this or not but apparently pumpkin spice flavored candy corn <laughs> Is now made its way into the. I wouldn't be surprised. Candy corn is uh is is under fire right now. Oh, is it? There's an issue. Have you seen this is on the? It was on a, a note that I saw this morning. Uh, the world's largest candy corn maker has been hit. Oh. With a ransomware attack. A ra- so like an online. It's where they go in and basically take over your system. It'll okay. be handed back to you for. For cost. Oh, is this uh, much like the chastity belt thing? Yeah, that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Chicago based Ferrara Candy, the maker of uh, Brax Candy Corn, got hit with a ransomware attack earlier this month. These people produced 85% of the world's candy. 85%? Corn. 85%. They got the candy corn market locked down? <laughs> Factory is currently operating on a limited scale. Interesting, interesting note here. From the uh, from the company itself, they say Halloween actually accounts for less than ten percent of their candy corn sales. Who's he, uh, who and when are we there, eating candy corn? There's some year round candy corn candy people? corners. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. candy corn's got to be the worst it's candy ever created. Near the it's it's like it's in the all sorts category it's almost bad, in terms man. of in terms of candies that I do not enjoy. And it's I know like all candy is just sugar. I'm aware of that. Yeah, but there's something about candy corn. Ain't right. That it's when you after you eat it, your teeth just feel. I want to brush them instantly. Coated. Yeah, it's just it's an instant. Ugh. You want to brush right away. And they look like teeth. They kind of do look like teeth. Right? Yeah, that's a problem too. How much money does like what's? Can you look up what their um, what, what what candy corn like what sales are for a year? Yeah, for that for that or the earnings of the you know. I'll try and find for out for that business like. Is it, they must uh, if they do eighty five percent of candy corn across the world? Yeah. Then obviously they've got some dough, but just what a weird place to attack. So I don't have a number here. Yeah. What I do see, uh, the National Confectioners Association estimates around thirty five million pounds of candy corn are sold annually. Wow. 
35 million so pounds. 80%, 85% of that. Comes from this yeah. location, which was hit with a ransomware attack and is currently operating under a limited capability. We get that guy who's a manager at Bulk Barn. Yeah. Are, um, you, are you having candy corn uh, yeah. uh, disruptions? <laughs> and, like, what do you do if you're candy corn? Do you pay the ransom or do you just go, you're not? You just wait him out? Yeah. We, we can wait. People We've are, got yeah. stocks and stores and this stuff. <laughs> right? We've been pumping it out since 1970, whatever. I don't think it goes bad. Hold on. Okay, I want you to guess right now. Yeah. When was candy corn created? Wait till you have. Do you have the number? The number for you? Uh, I do. Maybe a year? I do. It's 19. I can say 66. It says the 1880s. What? <laughs> Come on. That's what it says right here. 1880s. Candy corn has existed for more than 100 years. And yet to, to Im- and yet to improve. <laughs> You've been around for over 100 years, and you haven't found a way to get better. Best you got. Oh. Who goes after candy corn? What a I don't weird know, man. place to go yeah. after. <laughs> Maybe they thought they'd be vulnerable. Obviously, they were. Yeah, I get. Well, yeah. Right. <laughs> Password is candy corn one two three. Oh my god! I never <laughs> thought somebody would come uh, for us. Who the hell is coming after big candy corn? <laughs> somebody said, "What's wrong with all sorts, folks? Everything. I, all sorts are fine. Oh come on! I think they're fine. Fine. I don't think they're great, but I'm not throwing them out of bed. It's a terrible licorice product. I'm not inviting them into bed. But I'm not throwing them out either. I plug my nose when I send a bag back to my dad for Christmas. Really? Yeah. Can't even even purchasing them. You're like, I don't want anybody to know. No. I want anybody to know I'm a part Walk of this. Quietly. I wear a hat very low. <laughs> Sunglasses with the mustache. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I wear a larger mask somehow that day. <laughs> One of those soap and brown neck gaiters. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. That's how they knew. That's fair. I gave it away. Hey, really quickly, somebody said uh, there's pumpkin spice chips at Foodland. At Foodland? Yeah. If you see them, put it on the list. If you see something, Kids FM headlines with Shelby Knox. All right, Shelby, a, qu- a question for you, and we're going to move along because Carl and I are going to discuss this in a second. Here's a scenario, okay? okay? Yeah. Uh, we have two partners living in a household. One partner buys a chocolate bar for the other partner. Says, "Here, I got this for you." Mm-hmm. The chocolate bar sits in the cupboard for over a week. Is it fair game? Does it become the household's chocolate bar, or does it stay as the original person's chocolate bar? No, it stays as the original person's chocolate bar. Okay. You bought it for them. For me, I am uh, <laughs> a hoarder, yeah. so I would keep that for a rainy day. You know, I'm keeping it for a day when I'm okay. feeling pretty okay. down. Good to know. And uh, I'll eat it later. Good to know. We're going to discuss this in a little bit. Thank you. Don't touch my chocolate. I will bite (laughs) off your fingers. Okay. I actually believe that. Uh, You wanted to talk about Netflix really quickly off uh, off the hop? Yes. So there is a walkout plan today at Netflix because of uh, the ongoing controversy around the uh, Chappelle special. So the Trans Employee Resource Group is planning the walkout at Netflix today over Dave Chappelle's new show, The Closer, uh, which has been criticized as transphobic for some of the jokes that he made in there. Uh, the walkout actually follows the reinstating of a trans employee, Tara Field, and two other employees who are suspended. And this also comes as Netflix is reporting its quarterly earnings yesterday, and they were reporting a sharp rise, perhaps due to Squid Game and yeah. perhaps due to also some interest around the Chappelle comedy special. So it is interesting in the report that Netflix put out that they made no mention of the Dave Chappelle special. I, I saw that it's now been said 142 million households have watched Squid Game. 
Yes. That is impressive. It's a lot. I'm still stuck. I I finished episode two and I'm I'm still, I haven't moved on from there. It hasn't yet, just hasn't gripped you in any way. I'll try. Yeah. I'll I'll try. Did you watch it, Shelby? I did. I finished it. Did you enjoy it? I did. But again, don't, don't take the first offer English subtitles go to the, the uh, second oh, right 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 I, I forgot about that they, yeah. Shelby by the time I got around to it they actually had it in there with the uh, with the original Korean and English subs that was now the first up option which seemed to be uh, it seemed it seemed quite good because yeah I, I, the I was going through the closed captioning options based on your recommendation and what they've I think they recently added this to it and it's uh, it's very smooth now so it's much better yes <laughs> Uh, the Queen was offered an award, you were telling us off air, but turned it down. What's the story behind this? Yeah, uh, so the Queen has been offered uh, Oldie of the Year award uh, from a magazine. She's 95 years old, and uh, old Liz uh, decided, uh, not for me, don't want it. She politely but firmly turned down the award and sent the magazine, which is called Oldie Magazine, a message with her warmest best wishes. <laughs> Warm regards. I believe that is... No. Yeah. <laughs> Warm regards. Yeah. Warmest regards. But that that yes. is the funniest way to end emails oh, or yeah. whatever. Whenever yeah. somebody does that, I'm like... Shut up. Get out of here. Stop with your warm regards. You don't have any warm regards for me. Nobody says that. You need me to finish my training. That's what you need me to do. I saw a thing on TikTok of someone going through the best uh, sign-offs to emails they've ever seen. And one of them was, I hope you get out of here soon. Ah, (laughs) it's great. (laughs) It's great for inner office memos. Yes. Uh, But in in the letter from the Queen, uh, the respondent here says, Her Majesty believes you are as old as you feel. As such, the Queen does not believe she meets the relevant criteria to be able to accept and hopes you will find a more worthy recipient. Warm regards. Nice Warm ways. regards. Very nice way of saying pass. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, you can't call the queen an oldie. She's not done. Can you call her a baddie? Yeah. Um, before we let you go, uh, you were mentioning that somebody had Plain sewage dumped on them recently. Yes, so we're staying in the UK for a moment because Mm. in Windsor, in the UK, not here in Ontario, but uh, there is a person who says they were sitting in their back garden when all of a sudden sewage from a plane passing overhead dumped all over their garden. So they were in it at the time Mm. and it covered the whole backyard, the garden umbrellas, and the man who was standing in the backyard. And unfortunately, we hear stories all the time of, you know, frozen sewage coming out yeah. of a plane and ending up somewhere unfortunate. This was not frozen. Oh. Yeah. This oh. was, uh, as they call it, uh, fluid. Oh. What a oh. shot. Yeah. yeah. What a shot. What are the odds? Actually, have oh. you seen that documentary about the frozen poop that fell out of the plane? No. Yeah, it's called Joe Dirt. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> 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 Carl's face is incredible. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> I just pulled him in. I pulled him in. He went, yeah, you son of a bitch. Anyway. Just when I think I should know better. <laughs> Anything else, Shelby? Uh, I mean, that that's what I got for you right now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you, Shelby. Have a great rest of your day. We'll chat tomorrow. Sounds good. The Silver and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. All right, it's 8.05. I'm Matt Soper. He's Carl Brown. Text the show anytime, 977-977. The all-sorts defenders are still in the text box. (laughs) Also, Squid Game, it seems to be pretty split on what people think. Yeah, someone gave a meh. I don't know. 
It's there. I'm sure I'll finish it at some point. Yeah. You I said just, you would just end up kind of depressed by it. Well, it's just a little, <laughs> like, it's just people risking their lives to get out of debt. Like, that's the basis of the show. Yeah. I don't know. It Didn't seems work for you, yeah. a little on the nose for <laughs> where society is as a, as a general thing and, you know, wealth hoarding at the top of the pyramid and all that good stuff. Yeah. I want to throw a scenario your way. So my wife and I got into a discussion yesterday, which okay. we then pulled in her coworker to help with the discussion. Right. And I said, all right, I'm going to take this to Carl and take this to Hits Nation. Now, I want you to think about this as like an overall, I want you to think about your household, mm-hmm. everybody's household. And when it comes to leftovers, snacks, or treats within the household, okay? Right. Yep. There are some unwritten rules about those things. Okay. Like if you order some Chinese food or whatever, yep. right? Okay. Would you agree that you both get to split the leftovers in some way, shape, or form? Yeah, for the most part, yeah. And that it would be a dink move to just take them all the next day. Hoard all of them yourself yeah. without consulting? It would be a dink move, right? Yeah. I would say without, without consulting your partner, yes. Okay. Now- Here's where the question comes in. What is the grace period, though, before they lose their right to okay. any of the leftovers? Okay. So if you say, like, for example, there's Chinese food leftovers. Yeah. You make yourself your portion for lunch when you return home from work, let's say today. Okay. Now, your partner, spouse, whatever it may be, has the rest of today. And let's say all through to, you know, say tomorrow morning, they don't take it for work or whatever. You come home and that second round of leftovers remains. Is it free game? Fair game? At that point, I think you have to consume it because you're getting into this is going to spoil territory. Yeah. You get what, like 72 hours? You're getting into eat it or throw it out territory. Yeah. There. Yeah. So for something like that, yeah, you have an equal kind of window. So you're going to give them two cycles? I'll give them two. Again, using that as a, using that as a baseline, yeah. for example, Chinese food leftovers that you've agreed to split. You come home this this day, what yeah. is it, Wednesday? Yeah. And you eat your portion. Yeah. If Chelsea, like for example, in your household, if Chelsea didn't take, take her portion for work today, okay. didn't come home and eat it when she got home or have a late night snack while you're watching Survivor tonight, yeah. doesn't take it as a lunch option tomorrow, and it's still there when you get home from work after our Thursday show, I would say that's fair game. I, I think that's totally fair. I think that's the I right think that's a, I think that's a cycle that's worthy. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Here's one person here says one day grace. Sure. Now, how about this? Let's move on to the treat category. Okay. Okay. Let's say that you go to the store mm-hmm. and you pick up a chocolate bar for your partner. Okay. All right. Sure. Let's, let's call it a caramel bar. Okay. You come home. You say, hey, I got you a caramel bar. Okay, great. Awesome. In the cupboard it goes. Is there a grace period for that? Hmm. It's certainly before lo- it becomes the house's chocolate bar. Uh, it's certainly longer. Yeah, that's fair. It's certainly longer because that's a non-perishable. Okay. Now, this is a scenario that played out yesterday over at Camp Soper. Lay lay this out for me. Okay. So, I bought chocolate bar October 6th. October 6th? Yesterday was October 19th. The 19th. Okay, so you're looking at about a a two-week window here. Okay. So, on the 6th, you bought a caramel for your wife and said, I got you caramel. It's in the cupboard for when you like it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yesterday, after I have my lunch, I look in the cupboard 
And the caramel bar is still there. 13 days out? It's been 13 days. I'm looking at that caramel bar, and I'm thinking, oh, yeah. that looks pretty good right now. Yeah. And I, mean, I think back, oh, God, I could, yeah. It was like two weeks. This thing's been there for that long? Mm-hmm. And Carl Brown? You ate, ate it. I ate the caramel Yeah, bar. you ate it, yeah. Mm-hmm. To which, later on, my wife said, you ate my caramel bar? She came out looking for it that day? Wants a caramel bar. After 13 days? 13 days. What was the wait? So. If I buy myself a chocolate bar, and yeah. you know me, I don't always eat stuff I buy right away. Yeah. We have like a like, kind of like candy cupboard spot, right? Mm-hmm. Or sometimes I'll put it in the fridge because I like my chocolate cold. Yeah. Put in the beverage fridge. Yep. I don't think I've gone, like, if I buy a coffee crisp for myself, man, two or three days, maybe? So she admit she admitted yeah. she completely forgot about it. Totally forgot it was there. Completely forgot about it. And actually, sorry, it wasn't she was looking for I actually told her. You said, I said you ate it. I ate the caramel bar. Okay. And she was like, oh, that one you got me? I said, yeah. So now again, if you hadn't brought the information yeah. forward, if yeah. you had just eaten it, disposed of the evidence, yeah. and moved on with your day, do you think your wife ever would have brought up that caramel no. bar again? No, no. And she admitted it. She admitted. So here's the deal. I don't know about the grace time in terms of a window. Yeah. But that caramel bar no longer existed in Chelsea's mind. Yes. That caramel bar may as well have belonged to anyone because it was no longer a conscious figment that she could spot or think of unless you brought it up. Yes. It didn't exist. Exactly. It didn't exist. Now, it was future considerations. Now... Taking this aside from it, I, I was thinking that we could create mm-hmm. the grace calendar right now. Yeah. Okay? okay. In my opinion, I'm happy to give a week. Even I that, I think, is probably a lot. For a, for a, for a non-perishable mm-hmm. treat that you purchased for a partner and made aware. Yeah. I'll say a week is fair. But you also must concede that you may be responsible for replacing the tree. Oh yeah, and I'm happy to. Yeah, and you did. can. Yeah, I'll already say, did. you can consume <laughs> it, but you may be responsible for a replacement. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, I want to see what the text box says. Mostly, mm-hmm. mostly just you know. Again, this is day. I want to know their day to day. Yeah. Rules of the household. And yeah. Someone says first world problem. Of course yeah, it is. Of course this, it is. This is a Seinfeld episode. That's what you call a lifestyle break. Yeah. This is a Seinfeld <laughs> episode right here. I am curious. The grace period. If you'd like us to uh, discuss household. geopolitics, we'll get Carl, into it. Carl would love to. I'd like to. Yeah. I don't think anybody else would. Nine seven seven nine seven seven. We are going to take a break. There is so mm-hmm. much to sift through. Tough here. to keep up with here. There is so much. So we're going to take a second to gather it. And see, I I am always, you know this about me. Yeah. I am so curious about how people live their lives yep. and routines sure. and you know Little, their, their rules and this kind of stuff. Because there's some people excites in here who have hard rules. The, the people I'm agreeing with the strongest are yeah. the, how did a chocolate bar end up in the cupboard? <laughs> that is fridge or freezer material. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you are. You those are the certainly I, that way. Those are yeah. the people I'm identifying with the most right now. <laughs> let me let, let's grab a bunch of these and let, let's break it down in about seven minutes. Silver and Brown, ninety-seven-seven hits FM. All right, nine seven seven nine seven seven. You can text the show. I'm loving reading these responses again. Yeah. You know me. I, I love yep. learning about people's routines mm-hmm. and and ways of life and 
their little rules that people have at home. Once again, for anybody who missed the context of the conversation here, yeah. Soper bought his wife a caramel chocolate bar 13 days ago. It was yeah. purchased October 6th. He consumed it yesterday afternoon on the 19th. It was placed in a cupboard. She was made aware of it. But time passed. You consumed it and then let her know. And she said, hey. That was mine. Hey. You gave me a gift, took it away. That was my bar. So I was curious, the grace period for the Hits Nation households, right? When it comes to the snacks, the leftovers, Mm -hmm. right? The unwritten rule in the house of how long before blank. Yeah becomes the house. Now, a few people the saying house. that it you know the the timeline is is whatever, but it is on you to replace it, which you said oh, you, I did. You, you have done. I did so last you, you night, consumed yeah. it, but during another run out you replaced it. Yes. So no real harm done. But in, in curiosity here, we're seeing a lot of uh it's really interesting here. It's kind of all some, over the map, it's honestly. Really, yeah. Some people are saying, oh, like three days or snacks are fair game in our household. Again, it's a little bit different, maybe because you gifted this, uh, for example. I like this one here. Text comes in and said, I bought my wife dozens of arrow bars while we were dating. Told me they were, she told me they were a favorite. One day we're cleaning on her bedroom. I find a stash of all of these arrow bars that I bought over the year. So I got a little upset with her, and I said, well, I'm going to take a few to eat. She was offended and said, no, I'm saving those. <laughs> this little thing. Another, person, another text to follow that up. Uh, my wife will squirrel chocolate and candy away for literally years, and nobody dare touch it, or they will feel the wrath. So I want, there's some context here. My wife does have a, a chocolate stash. A stash that you know yes. is designated yes. and not to be touched. She has that, you know, for the 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 times. I would uh, I I would put the caramel bar on par with our. If, if anybody heard, we had a conversation last week on the show. Yeah, we're in we were in here. This is Thursday or Friday last week, and uh, I went to the fridge here. Yeah, and I just grabbed out a yogurt and I ate it because in my brain, I had left a yogurt there from the day before that I did not consume. Mm-hmm. I ate your yogurt. You did. I just ate yours. Yeah. And you were like, took it. And you were like, you ate my yogurt. I said, no, I didn't. (laughs) Because in my mind, I had left one the day before. Yeah. And that was mine. So I just ate it. I didn't even look at the lid. I just opened it, ate it. No second thought about it. Looked me in the eyes and said, I ate a passion fruit. In in (laughs) Chelsea, it wasn't even the right flavor. (laughs) It wasn't. In Chelsea's world, this candy bar no longer existed. Yeah. Right? Yes. Outside of that first 24 hours where you said, if, if you did not mention that you I could have said it, nothing. Yeah. This bar. Maybe should have. Was in the ether. I kind of wanted to dance. Way out there. I kind of wanted to It was to way out there. <laughs> so a uh, few texts here I want to I, I read. Uh, we have a 24-hour rule for perishable leftovers. Oh, yeah. That's fine. Five days for chocolate is pushing it in this house. Mm-hmm. We usually give 72 hours, and then whoever wants it can take it. Okay. Um, 13, day, 13 days is fair game. Yep. That chocolate bar wouldn't last two minutes in my household. Another one here says, you bought it for Chelsea, it's hers, but if you do replace it within 24 hours, you, you pass. Okay. Oh. <laughs> A week is good for me. My wife is cutthroat. She once ate her Whopper combo and then ate mine before I could drive us home. Oh. 15 minutes tops is her rule. <laughs> That's vicious. You're driving. You can't even. That's what you're supposed to vicious. Do. Yeah, that is too cutthroat. That is intense, man. Someone said two weeks. 
So was it two weeks seems to be, because a yeah. lot of times they said uh, as a couple, we'll buy a lot of uh, candy or treats at once and then we'll slowly consume it yeah. over a number of weeks. Yeah. Two weeks yeah. isn't too bad. Yeah. The Another person here said you should have a cookie jar filled with mini chocolate bars. That thing would get devoured. Yeah. Again, you keep sweets out of the house. Because I'm a monster. You'll you'll consume. Frankly, right? it's shocking I was able to go 13 days with it. Because you knew it was there the whole time. Oh, yeah. You thought about it. You knew. I went. I 13, if you don't eat it in 13 <laughs> days, I honestly, like, it, it doesn't matter how yeah. it came in the house. It yeah. doesn't matter how it came it's in the house. It's here now. You had your window. Yeah. You're saying it's communal. Well, and I would do the same thing. If I was like, oh, I got you a mint arrow bar or whatever. Mm, I got you yep. a mint arrow bar. Here you go. And and all of a sudden, a week later, I go, oh, where's that mint arrow bar? And she goes, oh, I ate it last <laughs> night. It had been here so long. I'd be like, that's fair. That's fair. It's so funny. We had, I was having a conversation with uh, with my my wife Chelsea this morning. Yeah. And we had these uh, like pastries from Farm Boy left over. Yeah. And she's like, make sure you eat those because after a couple of days, they're like kind of a uh, like a croissant kind of pastry. They'll they'll go bad. They get kind of stale. And I'm like, okay, sure, I hear you. And there is one left this morning, and I wrapped it up, and I grabbed it, and I brought it to work. And <laughs> she just texts when you when you tell your husband to eat the crafties, and then he actually listens <laughs> because she came downstairs thinking there was one left there, but I finally uh, adhered to instructions and took one with me to work this morning. And more text here quickly. In my house, it's max 48 hours. Somebody called you a yogurt gaslighter. That's completely <laughs> confirmed. Completely. It was mine. He looked me in the eyes. It was unbelievable. <laughs> Uh, you gift it to her. You can't take it. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything after 72 hours, it doesn't matter what it is. That's fair game. And then maybe my favorite text of them all is everyone in my house eats my cheese all the time. <laughs> just a lot of disappointed parents who are just, yeah, I've got one treat and there it goes. <laughs> I'm to keep reading these off air. Watching people fight about their household. It's delicious. Soper and Brown Show 977. It's FM. Seriously, it is chaos in the studio yeah, right now. Yeah, a little bit. The texts are flying in. I just drooled out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> you laughed at the end of that break. And I just, looked over and I was like, did something just drop out of your mouth? So much saliva just uh, fell out of my mouth. Uh, and you know how I just said to I you, I was like, is, I somebody, that part. is somebody calling you? Or is like, you I thought I heard I, something. You asked if I got a call or my phone was vibrating. I was like, something's that. happening. It was not. A guy just texted. He's like, hey, did you hear me just honking my horn like crazy outside of work? I believe we did. Yes, that was you. I, I thought it was I thought it was Carl's cell phone going crazy. No, man. It's like, oh, is that over there? <laughs> uh, so a few more. We do have to move along. But yeah, a few more. Uh, somebody here saying 24 hours and everything is fair game. Another here, no timeline. This person said, my wife waited eight months to eat something. I ate it, and she still gave me flack. <laughs> said, there is no timeline. No timeline at all. Chocolate. Uh, man, I, we could read these for days. Uh, every household, it seems, has a different rule. Yeah. So I don't know. I was hoping that maybe we could put, like, you know, kind of a stamp on this, right? Mine, mine is, as you said, the leftovers, it's a two-cycle. Yeah, the, the leftovers is easy because yeah. there's a there's an end date on that already. Yeah. And if it's not consumed by, yeah. it's a toss, right? So that's different. As for the, the chocolate. When it comes to chocolate, chocolate beverages, snacks, non-perishables. I'll, I'll give you... I will give you a week. I'll give. I'll happily give you a week. But as I said, if this was the other way around, I wouldn't be giving anybody flack for eating my. If I waited 13 days to eat a chocolate bar, mm-hmm. that's my fault. Yeah, that is not your fault for eating the chocolate bar. 
That is my fault. Chelsea, I'm sure you're listening now. You uh, know you know what to do. <laughs> Eat my chocolate bar. Eat it. I'm getting gaslighted on both sides here. <laughs> That's what's happening here. Matt Soper, Carl Brown, The Soper and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. We can do a whole show on the text oh, messages man. we just received. Yeah. It's absolutely crazy. There's some uh, inner, inner home dynamics being shared I was going to say, it, it is super interesting to see how each household <laughs> yeah. you know, kind of runs and, and, yeah. and how well, they... Everything's different, right? Yeah, like the yeah. relationship you have with your partner, whether you have kids that are total scavengers, yeah. like, <laughs> it's it's all very different. Yeah. Hey, We've... Ch- Chelsea and I keep it pretty, like, there's, like, if, if you bought it, like, if she bought a chocolate bar, that's hers, and that's kind of hers, and I'll buy my own kind of. It's not sitting there for 13 days. No, it's that's not. <laughs> that waiting time is not there. <laughs> that's, that's not part of it. What do you do with the Daryl stuff? Like, when our, our listener Daryl brings by all those all those treats, is that just all fair game because it's a gift from somebody else? Yeah, it's, it's pretty fair game. You know what's interesting? Our kids are pretty good. And haven't become liars yet. Oh, I nice. assume it will happen. Oh, yeah, for sure. But Very they shortly. like they check in all the time. That's nice. And I stop short all the time of telling them, be like, you know where it is. And if you really wanted a Starburst, mm-hmm. you could just grab a Starburst. Because there's certain times where you probably prefer they don't come downstairs and ask you to have one Starburst. Yeah, or whatever. Right? right? Like, yeah, you can have a Starburst. You got to understand like where the gray area is. But, but you don't want to introduce that. That's just it, right? Yeah. All the time, they'll sometimes we'll put them down for bed. Yeah. And then like... They'll be like, they'll be like, can we? Because uh-huh. their beds are across yeah, from each other, yeah. bedrooms, and they're like, can we? Can we talk? And I, I, I was supposed to be like, I want to hear you. Yeah. You don't, even, you don't even need to ask. The the thing you can't do. Yeah. Is come downstairs and bother me. Yeah. Right. So whatever happens up here, I don't care. I'll see you in do. the morning. Yeah. Just don't let me be aware of. Just. Yeah. Learn how to lie, but also don't learn how to lie because yeah. it's a slippery slope. But oh. also, like, learn how to lie. About the small things? Yeah, yeah, right? Like, yeah. yeah. Learn how to play a game, kids. Yeah. What are you being so honest for? <laughs> God. So there's lame. information I need, <laughs> and there's information I don't yeah. need. <laughs> okay, let's uh, let's do Impress the Brown. Yep. We have $100 worth of vouchers for the Lotto 649 draw. I don't know if anybody's going to top the uh, hair trimmings oh. towel from yesterday that Kathy dropped uh, for us. Speaking of Chewbacca, that was- my God. <laughs> <laughs> that was something. So, anything you got. You got a story. You got an anecdote. You got trivia. You've got a fun fact. Something. Blow Carl away with anything at all. 905-688-9797. Let's get three live calls and give away some vouchers after Def Leppard. Now. Now. It's time. It's time. For Carl versus the world. On 977 Hits FM. All right. It's a game where we truly have no idea how it's going to shake down. Three live calls, Carl Brown. Yeah, man. And let's see if we can impress you. Last few days, we've had a couple of really good winners. We have $100 worth of vouchers for the Lotto 649 draw to give away. Three people sitting on hold looking to blow the Brown away. I'm excited. Who do we want to start with? You want to start with Brian? Let's start with Brian. Yeah, okay. He was the, uh, turn this down here. He was the first one to get through. So, uh, okay. We have Brian. Brian, good morning, buddy. How you doing? Good morning. I'm good, man. I'm going to start out a little sad, but I'm going to keep it short. Okay. And I'll get to the point. My okay. uncle passed away now, God rest his soul, but he was accidentally given penicillin when he was a kid. It ended up legally blinding him. We oh, had no. like 20%. Vision, but he learned how to adapt. He had like photographic memory. He actually got a job on the boats because he broke into the medical office 
and memorized all the eye charts and everything. <laughs> for real? And he actually memorized. He was a cook on the ships, and no one for years, no one knew he was blind. He just memorized where all the utensils were. He memorized everything. I was going to say, unfortunately, enjoy- oh, still there. I think you're breaking up. No, a little yeah, keep bit. going, keep going. Anyway, but one day when he was on the ships, it was nighttime, and he was out walking on the deck, and he used to ask people, because in the locks, the boats are either up or down, so they're either almost level with the docks, or they're like 40 feet above the dock. So one day, he asked someone if the docks were level, so he could walk off, and they said, yeah, and it actually wasn't. Uh, He fell 40 feet, uh, but he ended up suing... And got oh. a good settlement, but they still never knew he was blind to this day. Oh, man. Until, yeah. I guess working on a boat, you would get used to the routine and the spacing of where certain Probably, things yeah. are, right? Probably. But, yeah, to, to to joke around on the where you are in the, uh, yeah. in the dock and the uh, – yeah, it's tough. Okay, what? Brian, yep, good story. You. Let's move on to the next one. We got Alicia. Alicia, good morning. How you doing? Hey, good morning. All right, Alicia. Take it away and press the brown. Yeah, all right, Carl. So I'm going to tell you a couple fun facts about chicken eggs. About chicken Uh, eggs? Believe it or not, the chick in the egg, a lot of people think it's the yolk, the association with color. It's actually the egg white. That is the protein. The chick feeds on the yolk, which is the fat, while it's inside the egg. Mm. When you break an egg, there's two pieces of, uh, it's actually uh, condensed protein, but they look like thick, snotty bits. Uh Those two pieces attach the yolk to the shell so that when you shake an egg as hard as you can, the yolk will never break. That's right. Oh. Very good. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'll put you on hold. Not bad. A little and, science for you. Oh, a little Alicia, uh, yeah. whatever her last name Alicia is. Alicia Trivia, science lady. the science lady. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's go to Alexander. Alexander, good morning, buddy. How you doing? Hey, good morning. How are you? Good, good, good. Take it away and press the brown. I think the door's open. All right. So this ties into your food starter. So we had uh, spaghetti, and it was leftover, so we put it in the fridge. And I'd say about three days later, it was still there. I thought, oh, okay, I'm hungry. Stopped work, came home, ate it. I thought nothing of it. Next morning, mom comes down and goes, hey, you eat the spaghetti? I go, yeah. yeah. She goes, oh, yeah, that was for the dog. Oh. So the next morning, had food poisoning and everything else. Oh. <laughs> Was there dog the food in it? day in bed, puking gut food and having it come out both ends. Uh, was it actually, was there dog food in the spaghetti? Is that why you got sick? No, no. Oh. Luckily, there was, oh, it was no just, dog food it in was, it. It was left long enough that it had turned and they were going to give it to the dog. I got you. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. Thanks, I'm Alexander. Go, man, throw you on hold there. I'm calling us from inside an engine. Old spaghetti, blind uncle, chicken egg science. I think... I think the egg came before the bird here. Yeah. I'm going to go with Alicia. Of, of the three? Yeah, of the three. Of yeah. the three. All right, Alicia, you got just enough to get it done. Woo! There you go. Chicken Alicia, egg science. Your chicken science was just enough to impress <laughs> <Yeah>. the bird. <laughs> Alicia, $100 worth of vouchers coming your way for the Lotto 649 draw. You stay on the line and we'll get your information, okay? Thanks, guys. Cheers. The Silver and Brown Show. On 97.7 Hits FM. So from Brown Show, it's 97.7 Hits FM. Shout out again to uh, Alicia. She got herself a prize. Tough around today. <laughs> first two days had some really good stories. They were okay. As Bruce Hornsby once said, that's just the way it is. It's the way she goes, boys. Three live calls. But it's all good. Alicia's going to walk away a winner and try yeah. to become a millionaire tonight. And we'll play again tomorrow. So 
Start uh, start thinking up all those fun mm, facts to yeah. blow Carl away, all right? What do you got? We have we'll hear it. another chance. Speaking of $100, not $100 worth of vouchers. It's $100 cash. Sit in your ass for cash. We will have a new name to announce after President of the United States. I'm sad alone in a buggy. Sit on your ass for cash. Hey, really quickly, for those of you who have been affected by the issue on the 406 uh, in the, you know, Thorold, St. Catharines, Welland area. Around Beaver Dams. Yeah, Beaver Dams. Dams Road, yeah. Uh, apparently it's opened and things are moving along. So even if you're backed up, that should it be. It is getting there. Kind of, you know, plodding along. So uh, big thanks to Eleni who, who uh, has been giving us updates this morning. Okay. Who is in the green room? With cash in their pocket right with now. With cash in their pocket, it's Jody Williamson. Jody got back to us with about 30 seconds left on the timer uh, this morning. It's our 7 o'clock qualifier. Don't forget, dump truck Jody. That's how he's signed some text, yes. Dump truck Jody. Again, either works in dump trucks or yeah. has a sweet ass. Badonk. We don't know. Could be both. Could be. There's a world where it could be both. All right. Who are we looking for right now? We're looking for our 9 a.m. qualifier. Nine minutes and seven seconds on the clock. You can text us 977-977 when you hear your name. Okay. Mike Landcroon. Mike Landcroon? Landcroon. Oh, I believe. What does Mike do? He's a mortgage broker. Mortgage broker? Yep. From the Landcroon group. Yeah, that's right. Interesting. What do you got? I'm going with, uh, I'm going digital sales. Digital sales. From Mike Landcroon. All right, you got nine minutes and seven seconds. Get the text. This is CHTZ in Niagara and Hamilton, an iHeart Radio station, Southern Ontario's best rock, ninety-seven-seven Hits FM. That's Billy Talent. Surprise, surprise, ninety-seven-seven Hits FM with a Soper and Brown show. Do we have? No, we do not. Yes. We do have confirmation from uh, from Dump Truck Jody. Said it's a forty-five ton rock truck. Oh my uh, Jody God, drives. that's a lot of rocks. Uh, Mike Landcroon is our nine a.m. qualifier. We have not heard from Mike yet. Uh, five and a half minutes-ish left on the clock here. It's a lot of rocks. Man. It is. It's a very heavy truck. You know rocks are extremely expensive. They are. Yeah. Like if you like, you're like, oh, I'm mm. setting up landscape in front of my house. I'm going to get some big rocks. for It is insane. Yeah. It is very expensive. <laughs> like rocks are nuts. <laughs> There's the going rate for rocks. <laughs> when did that happen? They're not carved. They're nothing. Just, yeah. Yeah. When the hell did that happen? Dig them up yourself if you want them. I guess so, right? Or <laughs> pay all the money for That's right. Dump Truck Jody? Yeah. Dump Truck Jody did not confirm if he also has, uh, you know, a fantastic what? Oh, ass. yeah, we didn't hear that. Yeah, we're not 100% sure. So <laughs> we, can only, we can only assume. You can only close your eyes and imagine. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, what's the name of the person we're looking again, for? Again, we're looking for Mike Landcroon. Mike Landcroon. And you believe digital sales. Yeah, that's what I've gone through. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And what did I say again? Uh, yeah. Mortgage broker. That's what you said. Right. <laughs> so we believe he does something in an office. That's what we believe. Yeah. Mike's at a desk. Give me a desk right now. Yeah. Listening to us. Maybe so he's filling up his coffee. Landcroon. Landcroon. Somebody get in touch with this guy. Mm-hmm. He's got a hundred bucks burning a hole in his pocket. <laughs> or I guess it's not burning a hole yet. He wants to burn a hole in his pocket. And somebody say, rocks aren't expensive. Shipping is yeah, expensive. That's fair, yeah. There you go. That's totally fair. And I guess the picking up of the rock, putting it somewhere. Yeah, right? yeah. The delivery. Yeah, all uh-huh. that. All that. Uh, okay, what's the timer, sorry? Timer says four minutes. Four minutes. Gorilla Radio, Reds Against the Machine. Soper and Brown Show. 
<laughs> now we got people arguing about rocks in the text box. The now. rock knowers have logged in. <laughs> I, I think it's safe to say that uh-huh. both rocks and shipping, it's just expensive. Making them. The whole game is shaping expensive. Shaping them. The rock game. Moving it around. Very expensive. It's pricey. Yeah. <laughs> I already did some gravel over the summer. I'm aware of it. You're aware? I bought some concrete slabs. Yeah. I'm a little aware. You want those big rocks in front of your house to look all, I don't yeah. know, fancy? Oh. oh you could be paying for that. <laughs> they ain't free. Uh, all right. We, what do we have? We've got we like have no time left, 15 right? 15 seconds. Oh. We'll just sit here quietly. Okay. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Two, one. Dump truck Jody. Another hundred bucks in that pocket. Ash is getting another chance at 11 o'clock. The Silver and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. Silver and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. Let's fire Tell it. Me now. <laughs> Who is this? A huge ass. Is this two people on the line? No, I don't do no party line. <laughs> 977-977. Text the show anytime. You can call us, too. 905-688-9797. Where do you want to start? Oh, yeah, we got tickets. tickets we do have me. tickets. Yeah, man. Four pack of tickets to the Niagara Falls Comic Con. Uh, NFComicCon.com is the okay. spot to find information on that. It's okay. happening October 29th and 30th at the Scotiabank Convention Center in Niagara Falls. A four pack of tickets going to the best question. We'll start here. Why does it burn when I pee? Oh, see a doctor, man. Yeah. Seriously. We're not the ones. You should actually get that looked at. Yeah. Uh, if you could bring any celebrity to a house party, what celebrity would you bring? Hmm. You know, it's the person we talked about earlier. It's Paul Rudd. Yeah. But I, I think you're hard-pressed to find people who don't like Paul Rudd. Yeah. And People seems, have a lot of questions for him. And it just seems like he'd be a guy who could infiltrate the conversation. I think he'd mingle in. I yep. think he'd go right to the fridge and help himself. Yep. I don't think he'd have any weird qualms about it. And I think it would just be a fine, nice, easy conversation. He is he is attractive, mm-hmm. but doesn't seem like you would have to worry about him stealing right. your, your partner or anything. You know what I mean? And he's got better things to do. Well, that's what I mean, right? It's yeah. like there's it's not he's very non-threatening, yeah. even though he's a very handsome man. Perfect. It's the exactly. guy you want at the party. Yeah, yeah. I would bring big, sexy Kevin Nash. <laughs> just for you. If you could host the show with someone famous, <laughs> just for one show, who would it be, and why? It's Paul Rudd. It's big, sexy <laughs> Kevin Nash. That's right, Frank Stallone. <laughs> um, I like this question. Do you tip the rock guy? No, you're, rock. You're I would have if he put it in the right driveway. Yeah, yeah, you did have an issue. <laughs> no, I don't think you tip the rock guy. I don't think so. Do you tip the rock guy? I had the inclination to until yeah? they put it in the wrong driveway. You were thinking about tipping the rock guy? I was guy? thinking about it, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Delivery thing? I tipped my moving company, yeah. like the moving guys. I tipped them. And Your moving guys, like... They were awful. Showed up so late. I was actually very close to dropping an F-bomb there. Yeah. Because they blanked you yeah. hard. It was brutal. bad. Yes. To the point where you guys actually stayed with us for a night because your stuff wasn't here. And they screwed us so bad. I shipped my whole life from British Columbia here yeah. using two moving boxes from U-Haul. And that was a smoother operation than whatever jackasses loaded the truck with your guys' stuff to drive it from, from Kingston yeah. to St. Catharines. My move was smoother. Yeah. Somehow. Somehow. Whatever <laughs> that company was, and I don't know who they were, I and mean, I don't want to bury them on air. Yeah. Actually, I do, but yeah. we can't. I, I was told that somebody was like, you should tip them bef- like like after they've loaded it from the first house. Oh, sure. Because it gives them the incentive to, to get oh, it there with some, the tip, de- with some degree of care. No. 
absolutely not. It was a complete opposite. Um, this one from Kaylin. Since Carl stole Matt's yogurt last week, curious to see if you guys have found a way to work in unified yogurt harmony. Yes, we have. We have, actually. We have. Yes. I was at the Costco Business Center in St. Catharines mm-hmm. last week, mm-hmm. and I bought the giant 24-pack of yogurts, <laughs> yeah. filled the fridge with them, and said, if you want one, Ash, Adam, these yogurts, communal. Yeah. My treat. What a guy. There you go. What a guy. Solved it. Immediately. Unbelievable. You always have to watch out for the big daddy. Yeah, big daddy indeed. Big daddy yogurt. Uh, if you could cosplay it as any character at the Niagara Falls Comic Con, who would it be? Paul Rudd. There it is. Big sexy. Kevin Nash. <laughs> if you, I like this text here. These last two questions. I think these might be the two in between here for best. Uh, if you could switch a habit with each other, what habit would you would you change? Good or bad? Like that... Oh. It's a habit that I have or a habit that you have that you oh, switch it's, with it's, the other person. It's absolutely Carl's snap show thing. <laughs> like, he, Carl will sometimes just read a text. And just... That, and, and the person could be trying to be helpful. Whatever it is, though. If it gets under my skin oh, the right way. Oh, my God. You! <laughs> so you're saying you want that for a day to feel how that is? Oh, I thought I was switching something for you. No, I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> Carl's organi- Carl's um, yeah. uh, professionalism. Organizational yeah, skills. Sure. And kind of thing. Yeah, that, I, that yeah. would be interesting for me. I would me. take an ounce of your positivity. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to, just for once in my life, assume the best is going to come out of a situation or assume that someone is not going to treat me like the moving company treated you. <laughs> how you can smile through that and not yeah. make your life's mission to slash tires is incredible. <laughs> uh, this question is great. I hear this question comes in from the text box yeah. says, horses are clearly the most farted on animal. Confirmed. Can you think of which animal may be in second place? The second most farted on animal? Second most farted on animal. Let me think about animals that get ridden. I got I gotta I gotta put the dog I gotta put the common dog in there. The dog? Yeah. How? Well the, like Walt, for example, sleeps in bed often will tuck himself behind my legs. It's a fart palace in there. Uh- <laughs> It's a fart palace, and he's the prince. Fart Over the drawbridge. You're the king? Oh, yeah. <laughs> king of the palace. What so, else? What else in cat? Well, like, well what else, okay. What else Camel. Gets, what else gets ridden? Yeah. Camel. Yep. Camel. I think that's fair. Camel, maybe a donkey. No, a donkey's yeah. more of a pack mule, right? The burrow. Yeah. I would say camels mm-hmm. get ridden pretty often. Yeah, I would say that's the second most. Yeah. Maybe the most. Comparable. That's what I mean. It's a four-legged oh. transport animal that gets... I didn't think about how dogs, yeah, under the blanket. Right? That's a daily occurrence. Oh. Now, in parts now, of the world, riding the camel or the horse is also a daily occurrence. Hold on. Yeah. Because the dog needs to be directly under your ass. Are we talking being farted near? Well, this or, is what I mean, right? On. Like, let's say the dog's down by there my is feet. A diff- there is a difference between, you know, near and on. So, if yeah. the dog's down by my feet, does that, that one, count? That one doesn't count. It's got to be... Within a what? I don't know. One foot radius yeah, of your ass? That's fine, sure. Yeah? Yeah. 12, within 12 inches of your ass? Sure. <laughs> I think I'm going to. What's the text box say? Uh, let's I'm see. Camel. Camel's probably the right answer. It's a pretty solid guess. Who's, yeah, camel. Who yeah. said llamas? Who said wife? <laughs> <laughs> bull? Somebody said riding a bull? I don't know if you're farting. I've never ridden a bull. I think I'd be puckered pretty tight. <laughs> I think so, too. I don't know if you're farting when you're on that I might thing. fill my shorts when I get knocked off. After, yeah, yeah. for sure. But on the bull? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I think we give it to this question. The fart person wins? Yeah. Fart horse, it's on you. <laughs>
Southern Ontario's Best Rock and the Sober and Brown Show on 97.7 Hits FM. One of the texts came in and said, do you tip your rock guy? Mm-hmm. And you have some confirmation? Yeah, I got a, a note here. Uh, texter is from Welland Shows and said, uh, been a rock guy. I've been tipped once in three years. Yeah, see, I don't think you tip the rock guy. Now, this is interesting. A point regarding horses. Uh. Seeing the horse is only getting farted on directly if you're riding bareback. Yeah, but I right? think we're counting. Sa- does the saddle count? Yeah. Does the saddle keep you in the vicinity? I think we should count that. Is that a radius thing that I, we were really counting like, yeah. the, like the dog? Yeah, I think we should count that, right? Fair debate. Kind of, kind of finicky mm-hmm. if, if we take it out because of the saddle. Do you agree or disagree? Uh, I think it's a little I think, finicky. I think it's, I think it's, yeah, I think a bit of a gray area there. I think we disallow it. Congrats to Brad who had the question there. That was a great question. Yeah, it was a good question. Yeah, I think you just, you have to allow it, don't you? I think so. Right? Yeah. It's kind of like with the dog, yeah, within the 12 feet, down by the, down by the feet, or not 12 feet, not within, within 12 feet, it's a hell of a fart. Someone said uh, they're, they're putting kangaroos in here, so what about, they're, they carry around their, their children, their joeys in the pouch. I was thinking that this was from the perspective human. Of, of human interaction. Yeah, with, this is human the, on animal with farts. The, with the animal kingdom. Yeah. Yes. Right? Who we are imposing on the most. I think so. With yeah. cats? No, cats aren't sleeping by your butt. Not really. No. No. Not for long. Yeah. Really, it's, I mean, the conversation is horses, dogs, camels, maybe donkeys. Maybe, right? They'll get ridden every once oh, in a while. That's a great clip it for Friday. <laughs> really, the conversation is <laughs> dogs, horses, camels, donkeys. Yeah. There, is there anything else? I don't really think so. There's just not that many animals that we ride consistently anymore. Yeah. Somebody dropped elephants in there. I guess you have your, uh, you know, occasional Thailand tourist who's maybe had a tough night at a full moon party the night before who. A little gases on top of the yeah. poor elephant who's being used for a tourist ride. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, are, I guess you could. Are, ca- are cows ridden in parts of the world? Probably. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. The mighty beefalo. Oh. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think I think you had it right, though. I think I think camels is, if not one, two. I feel great. <laughs> I mean, who else would it be? A lowly radio host. <laughs> Carl does fart on me. In the radius. <laughs> we get real close in here. Masks on, obviously. It's the hip, Soper and Brown Show. Soper and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. All right, Brown. Before we get out of here, what do we learn on the show today? Uh, horses dominated the chat. A lot of horse chatter today. Started off early in the opener with a guy who got a speeding ticket for skateboarding too quickly through a school zone. Uh, we got talking about horses and top speeds, and I figured out that I actually uh, was born and raised in the horse capital of British Columbia. And you kept it from me. Grew up around horse And girls. you kept it. Just No, I want you to be honest with people. You, you hid it from me. Yeah, it was something I'm ashamed of in my past, you know. <laughs> and then we ended with horses, too. It's true. Full circle. I want you to name the podcast. Horse nice kid. horse, bro. <laughs> horse, <laughs> horse content. Uh, we learned uh, about a video game auction uh, where a copy, uh, a perfectly sealed uh, copy of Super Mario 2 for the NES yeah. sold for a little over $88,000. More importantly, CD is where it was found, which was Floyd's Knobs, Indiana. I want you to name the podcast. 
Floyd's Knobs, bro. Floyd's Knobs is definitely the name of the podcast okay, nice, today. Nice. Floyd's Knobs, Indiana is where that uh, was that was found. In the back of a closet somewhere, some kid was awful at Christmas 88 and did not get Super yeah. Mario 2. And don't forget, you can download that podcast anywhere you get your podcast. Anywhere, man. Uh, in terms of a little update... On the Soper and Brown Great Pumpkin Review coming your way next week, we have secured and are in the process of securing several fantastic items. Most importantly, the seltzer is on our side of the border and is in capable hands. By the time we get through tomorrow's show, we'll have a firm update for you on Friday in terms of what we have lined up for next week. And what really took over today, mm-hmm. in the 8 o'clock hour, we discussed uh, what I'll only refer to as the candy bar timeline. Uh, you had purchased your wife a caramel candy bar, left it in the cupboard, which, strike one, that goes in the fridge. <laughs> you purchased it October 6th. Yesterday on the 19th, that bar remained in said cupboard, and you consumed it without early warning. But you yeah. did say to her later, I ate that caramel, by the way. And she said, I was saving that. <laughs> Look, I was more interested to know how the household, like the rules of different households. Absolutely. And it was very interesting as everybody does things. There was very so rarely two answers of the yeah. same from anybody in the text box. Whether, whether it be like the leftovers, yeah. uh, driving home with Burger King and just eating both meals. Certain partners who will squirrel away treats for years and then stab be, their partner if they try to take to it. To be untouched. <laughs> Sitting there like the dragon in The Hobbit, like smog on top of their <laughs> mountain of candy treats. Greedy little dragons. <laughs> Anything else? Or is that good? No, it's late in the show, but right. I'm, yeah. I'm cooked. All right. Uh, Ash is up next. Sit in your ass for cash. 11 o'clock, yeah. Jody Williamson, our, uh, our rock truck. Dump truck Jody right. Got that. with a dump truck behind is now sitting on 200 <laughs> Dumps like bucks, a truck. Even bigger. Dumps like a truck. Oh, what, what, what? <laughs> Derek. <laughs> Anyways, we'll see you tomorrow. There's a voice keeps on calling me down the road. That's where I'll always be. Every stop I make, I make a new friend. Can't stay for long, just turn around and I'm gone again. Maybe tomorrow I'll want to settle down. Nice work, everyone. Sharp broadcast. Really good. Everyone on the floor as well. Really a lot of hustle. I liked it. The Silver and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM.